go ahead and press that button, bitch. All right, my guy. We also need to figure out what time we about to be out there. 930? Yeah. Sure. I'm the black man, black man, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, no black man, black man, I'm the black man. Hey, welcome to another episode of Black Man Do Talk. We have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. It's yeah. your host, Street Hills. It's your boy, Caleb Berry. I am Trey McCall. Yeah. And we are starting on top. Borderline. Ish. We're getting closer. We are closer. Hey, we getting closer. To, yes. Hey, look at God. Won't he will. Black Won't men do he start. will he <laughs> do it. Black men do show up on times. Sometimes. Hey, black men do punctual. Protect black men. You feel At me? all costs. Absolutely. Stay strapped. Okay. Okay. That's not much. It's the right time. Okay. Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> how was your week, bro? It was, my week was kind of crazy, dog. We getting ready for, uh, getting ready for summer. So, trying to get camp in order, taking my kids on a mission trip. So Nice. Where y'all going? We are, we're going to hit Kansas City. So, this is going to be the first year we take kids on a mission trip. So, nice. the goal is in, uh, what's that, 2025? We'll take our first international trip. I got a homie that has a a ministry in Haiti, so we're gonna do some partnerships with them. But trying to build them up, got to build up that 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 bone, that muscle, because they ain't never done something like this. So it's gonna be fun. That's real. You That's build up to Haiti by going to KC Mo. We build up <laughs> to the international mission trip by getting them in the the national mission mind. Well, in the mindset of yeah. this is what a mission trip is. This is not a trip. This is not, we're not going to KA. We're not going to have fun. The premise of this is that you are going to work and serve yeah. for five days. Can't start them out in another country with a new concept. You say so. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the context, but hey, it worked. Hey, it, 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 it's safe. It ain't broke. Don't, Don't fix it. Be like that sometimes. That's how I say it, Hey, doing urban mission, during urban urban missionary work is definitely looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Or like not looked at as missionary work. Kind of yeah. like how you just did. Huh? Damn. No, 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 no. I was like, yo, the <laughs> fact that you're warming up, it's like, fam, like you can, you like that is the mission trip. Take them to KC yeah. Mo. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like you're saying you're warming them up to take them to international. I'm like, well, that's the goal. I'm saying the goal is we're building this up, so it's supposed to be like a program. They getting built the moment they go to KC Mo. I like what you're doing, brother. Apparently, Mitchell good. doesn't. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I Whatever. like I like both of them. I was just it's like, why, why are we making it works. the Haiti? Yeah, it's, like, nah. it's like, oh, before we talk to the Haitians, no, nah, you gotta not go even, talk to the niggas. Not even that, bro. <laughs> I'm just. Not, how was your day, nigga? Just talk about, we want to hear about yesterday too. Just graduation, bro. Yeah, talk about you know what I'm saying? That was today. Oh, today. Saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, today is Sunday. Yeah, look, wow. bro. I'm, look, it's fam, been a long day. Yesterday and day, today are hell, very much so connected. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I had my birthday. You feel me? Already. You know? Thank y'all. Thank you. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to the last of your audience. Ah, uh, oh, there's the birthday cheers. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm still trying to. Just love me. We're trying to build up to it. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, That's so, petty as I'm hell. I'm tired, bro. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to sleep at 3 a.m. talking to y'all dudes. Y'all dudes. What y'all? What was we talking about? You lasted uh, till like 12 o'clock, and then you had to go sleep. Mm-hmm. No, I was there like until like 3, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you was there. You left. 
I left. I was gone. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. I, yeah. We was there. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot he was there. First, 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 you diminished my program with my kids. I didn't diminish. And then I actually, you erased me from your birthday party. I, Revisionist I, I, history. Look, we wow. went past the birthday party. We we went to the kickback. It was just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We but I wasn't, I wasn't there. That's strike Indeed. two, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, so after that, you know, I preached two sermons this morning. 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Yeah. I, I, I did do a graduation program from this. Shout this out to you. Program, Shout out to you. Which is why, you know, I've been drinking from the last three months. But now. But now, you know what I'm saying? Dom DeMonco. Rich Paul. Bro, what? Yeah, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Let's, let's go ahead. You know what I'm saying? The people, you know how people here, man. Let's go ahead and get this. Can we, you can forgot we, about me. Can we That's please? Three, nigga. Can God, we please see how Caleb is doing? Indeed. I'm sorry. My heart. I'm going to mute my mic. You should. <laughs> it would be a much oh, more man. considerate show. Be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh damn. I wouldn't go that far, brother. I oh, my go gosh. It was a joke. Anyway. Nah, my Dang. week was... <laughs> R.I.P., man. Anyway, um, nah, I had a good week. Um, working on some transitions right now. We had a text message. Uh, you asked me about the YP position somewhere. And then I responded. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so I'm working through some transitions right now uh, from one job to the next. Oh. Um, we going to see what that looks like, man. I've been talking to this dude named Michael Swally about break free. It's literally break dancing in Jesus. Like, that would be my full-time job. And right I'm, I'm trying to be spinning on my head and sharing the gospel. So That's what's up. Indeed. So we going to be, that's what we going to be on, bro. Bro, maybe you could, like, spin in your head then upgrade to doing flares. After that, you know nah, yeah, that's that's the combo. You know, what? level up in the breakdown. That's vax. Yeah, ministry, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you all right? I'm good. Nah, he not. I'm not. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, we know. We know. I'm getting. I, I get. I get. I don't get cranky. I, just, I get sarcastic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get. You get sarcastic, or you are sarcastic. I was about to say he's just yeah. You are sarcastic. He just levels up. It was a question, bro. Don't attack me for it. I ain't even saying nothing. My, it was the way hey, you look. Right, it was your body posture. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right, let's feel, talk about it. Let's I ain't feel safe. Because, yeah, you, you brought up a question last night at the party. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it but, was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it's not really like a question of, like, so we talked about it beforehand, like last week, I think. Yeah, after and the podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right after that. Uh, and it's just a question of uh, what. I guess it's, it's it's almost like mixed with self control, uh, sex culture, and just like how we talk to train up or disciple our youth. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so if you have a son who is fourteen, seventeen, or you got a daughter who's fourteen, seventeen years old, um, either you're gonna teach them about sex in the household, or they're gonna find out in the locker room. Yep. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. So you want to beat them to the punch. <clears throat> You know, um, and honestly, in our culture nowadays, it might even be before 14. Oh, it's, oh, way, it's way before 14. Before 14. You're late Bro, if I, it's 14. I didn't know nothing about sex until I stumbled upon it trying to play my uh, my uh, my cousin's uh, PlayStation. I was looking for some games. Oh. And then I just grabbed a CD, put it in, and porn, straight sex. And I was just like, oh, Indeed. this is new. Did it, did it, was it like, yeah. did he Sharpie what it was? Like nah, that? it was a blank CD. Ah, oh, he hold you, bro. Dang, I just put my cousin on blast. My bad, bro. You, you did. My you bad, nigga. Did. I'm so smart, bro. It was you not. Did. I got multiple cousins, so we good. 
But the one with the blank CDs. <laughs> he don't, this nigga don't know who it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> he don't know. The one pleasant with the PlayStation. With they the blank CDs. Got, they all got PlayStations, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they all got PlayStations. We labeled our CDs. It was random, but For we sure. labeled them all. You know but saying? yeah. But no, somebody, somebody is teaching them in some way, shape, or form. But so, And I just had a conversation with parents about that recently, because I had a... Uh, we did a little sermon series on on sex, and uh, I had a parent, some parents that wasn't too too happy about it. Um, Talking so, about sex, yeah. So one of the, the things, sex. yeah. So one of the things she said was she wanted to keep her her daughter as innocent as possible, <laughs> <laughs> and and so because <laughs> and so <laughs> and and I hear and I'm just like I hear it, like I I hear your heart behind it, but again, it's just like. That's not possible in our society. It's not. Like, you're going to get it on billboards. You're going to hear it in your classrooms. They were distributing condoms at this elementary school back in Florida. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, there, there is no keeping somebody innocent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, so. And, and I, I think it's, like, de- developing maturity. Yeah, yeah. Yep. sustaining innocence. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because by the time you're developing immaturity, They'll be able to make the decisions and gauge. Okay, bet will this be something that uh, promotes a pure life, a mm-hmm. pure culture, or will it be something that taints my life? And yeah, my, you know what I'm saying. So that's interesting, man. You know, and, and like, bro, like I'm, I was talking to a parent the other day that got word from a counselor, like, hey, you know, your daughter has a, a very feminine name, and so uh, we don't think that's that's wise for her to be calling herself this. We want a more neutral thing. So you might have to pick. Like, what did you just tell me? What I can't call my daughter my daughter's. Look, this is an interesting culture we in, bro. But <coughs> yeah, the question, get a sure. question. So back to the question. Pose it, because that's another that's another topic for another that day. That is, that's wild. If if I even decide to go down that little lane, but um, yeah. So essentially, when your kids come of age, whatever that means, <coughs> will you be giving out the BC <laughs> or the C? The condoms of the birth control. Or Ooh. is that enabling? Ooh. Let y'all start. Ah. I'm asking you. You asking me first? Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not giving either one. Um, I'm a trained I would like for my wife and I to train them from a young age the purpose of sex, how it goes, you know what I'm saying? So like and like you said, like we'll do it in um Depending on their maturity, you know what I'm saying? We'll share things as time goes, you know what I'm saying? But when they start making their own decisions like that, like on their own, like you just you just going to walk in disobedience, I bet you 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 have a baby, guess what? I'm going to love on this baby, but you're not going to basketball practice. You're about to be a father, brother. You got to get some, you got to take care of it. So I'm not giving you condoms. Huh. Or birth control pills. I'm going to take care of my grandbaby. So what, what, what if somebody was like in, a, in, in, a, in terms of making your own decisions, but being that they're under your household, mm-hmm. there's like a covering, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, within the midst of your decisions, like there's still an obeying, you know? Yeah, that um, obedience piece, it, yeah. It's, it's children yeah. obey your parents. At a certain point, you're not a child no more. It's like, yo, you got to go and make your own decisions, mm-hmm. you know? But you're always honoring mm-hmm. your mother or father, yeah. wherever you're at. <clears throat> so... For somebody hearing that, it's like, it's like, yo, fam, like, why wouldn't you help them out while they're under your roof? That's not, I don't think that's helping. I I do think it's enabling, honestly. Mm. Uh, Me personally, 
um, me helping you is walking with you and sharing what this is about and what this is for and me telling you what this is made for. That's what my job is. Hey, I, I don't have no issues with that. You talking about the issues? I'm talking about where you stand. Where do I stand? You giving out condoms? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I don't think I would. Oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, how about this? Because I guess the condoms joint is looking. <laughs> Why are you looking? I like thought that? I saw some. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stop messing with you, bro. Damn. Damn. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. So. He's actually at a high school conference. They just okay. had a Young Nation concert. You know what I'm saying? Young Nation. Why is Young Nation still you know around when I have kids? <laughs> hey, they got an age. What happened? What happened? They've been bumping, bro. He had a conference with Young Nation and BMC concert, boys. You feel me? Or uh, what's his name? You know what I'm saying? Uh, NFL Young Boy come through. You say NFL. NFL. NFL These young high schools boy. can't afford the NBA. You know? So after that. Okay. At the conference, they give out uh-huh. condoms. Yeah. And then you, you know what I'm saying, you find a condom that slips out your uh, <coughs> your high schooler's pocket, and you see that. Yeah. What's the conversation? Is it now you take it away from them or you let them have it? Do I let them keep it or do I take it away? That's a, that's a question. <clears throat> I would hope by the time he's in high school, 15, 16, 17, whatever, that he and I... You know, he and I, she and I, you know, all of us have had these conversations from a young age. Uh, I think if you teach, um, I don't think a conversation, one or two conversations can, you know, equate to teaching something. Yeah. I think you teach something consistently over a period of time. Yeah. And so whatever age, you know, we decide to introduce our children to their, you know, the physicality of their bodies, the their sexual nature, whether that be gradually or with, you know, I, I, I personally would like to like to see it done gradually, but I would hope by the time he, you know, he or she is 15, 16, 17, they know where we stand as parents and they understand what the truth is in regards to sex. Um, and so yeah. my hope is that they're able to manage that situation on their own. Like somebody gives them condoms, like, yeah, no, I don't need these because Mom and daddy told me X, Y, Z. I, I need to wait till marriage. I need to honor not just myself, but the Lord but and Jesus, my parents yeah. with my body. And so that is the hope, right? That is the hope. Now, but the reality is it the, fell out the pocket. <clears throat> yeah. So, so they kept it. So I would, I would ask the question, like, hey, what's this? Okay, cool. Got at a conference. Um, and so I think for me, the biggest thing is consistently educating one and then also, two, creating a space where um, we can be open and honest regardless of what the decision is. Yeah. Okay. I think sometimes sex is taught in a, in a, with a very uh, punitive kind of connotation to it. If you have sex, then this will happen, and it's always yeah. negative. Right? If you do this, then you will go to hell or whatever. Then you're, you know. Yep. And I think, I, I'm just telling you how I've seen Somebody it, bro. Somebody said you have sex, you go to hell. I, I've literally heard that before. It's wild. Yeah, so I think I think my 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 hope would be like me and my wife, literally, literally scaring them out of literally yeah. scaring them out of people's pants, and so I would just yeah, hope. I would because bro, I'm just hearing that. I'm like, I would. It's if if <clears throat> if the concept of sex is tied to destruction or condemnation, 
it, it kind of makes sense how you hear people who like when they when they are virgins and then they finally actually do consummate in marriage. They feel it's like yeah. it's like yo, you feel that guilt and that shame because yeah. mm-hmm. it's uh-huh. just something you've been told like, it's bad, hey, wrong, and yeah. bad, and like and they finally do it and then you know I don't know that I don't know, but you say it's no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, at the end of the day, I would hope that we've had consistent enough conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and even like if you know, let's say my son or daughter goes to college, <clears throat> and you know that honesty and that openness is there, mm-hmm. they should. I would hope again that I've done my job to the point that where they can come to me and say, "Hey, Dad, I know the truth. I, I I've heard you say X, Y, and Z, but where I am in life, I don't want to stop having sex." I, I would even want I would want that level of openness and honesty because even then that tells me that while they're choosing something, I can still walk with them. Yes. They're still allowing me to walk with them through that. Mm-hmm. So and you walking with them and your son is like, yo, fam, we're about to complete this mission. Uh you can I can can I can I get a condom off you, Pops? Can I get a condom can he get a condom off me? Why we got Let me condom. hold a dollar. Why Let me hold a dollar so I can go get it. How much oh. condoms? That's tough. How much condoms? I, I don't. I don't know. Anybody? I wasn't looking at anybody specific in the crash. Y'all know that. <laughs> What's funny is some of y'all know, but y'all just like. Uh oh. Two ninety nine. Which one you want? You want the gold? You want the Magnum? Hey, what's that the- game show? What's that name? That price? <laughs> name that price? What? <laughs> When did that get on the soundboard? Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! What I give McConnell? Yeah, that's that's man. I, I'll say this: if he's in college, he he can get him himself, right? Yeah. What I if he but you're asking if he came to me and asked me specifically for a condom? He's like, yeah, pops. Like I told you what it was. You know what I'm saying? You walk with me through it. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go through it. Before I do it, mm-hmm. you gonna produce it. If he's under 18, he's not getting a condom from me. That's Indeed. a hard no. That's Indeed. a hard no. I think that one for me is a little tough <clears throat> because on one hand, I think I would want to still provide some level of protection for him, understanding that, like, he's making his own choices, but I think, like, the 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 instinct would still be to try to find some way to protect him. But then the other side of that is I, I, I can't protect them from everything. Yeah. And yeah. so the I, I that one I, I honestly can't answer for you definitively. What I can say is that I would want more than anything, mm-hmm. obviously for him to follow the Lord. But after that, more than anything, I will want that openness and that honesty yeah. with my children, that they can come and say that to me and know that I'm not going to be like, have fun in hell. Type situation for sure. Like they know, Dad's gonna for walk sure. with them regardless. Yeah. Hey man, if you can't afford a glove, you shouldn't be making love. That's fair. That's fair. Should not be no, making man. love. That is lit. Hey, <laughs> I think we can go ahead and move on to the next segment. Huh? <laughs> At least I want to tell you what it. Tell you more. Not. Like we involved the the live studio. Oh my gosh, my. Don't be fooled. Uh, 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 are you looking for it? Already, bro. Wow. Uh, together. This is a section where the live studio audience will come in with the comments, questions, concerns, or the smoky, wokey, but guarantee we keep a gas mask, so beware. Live studio audience, talk to me who wants to come and bless the mic. 
with your perspective. You what y'all telling y'all kids? Hey. Yeah, you what you gonna who, tell them? Who, 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 what, what? Who, who has teenagers? And I think you're the only one, my guy. <laughs> I think you're the only one, my guy. <laughs> All right, hey, so, go ahead, bro. Okay, you already here. And there's a chair right here yeah, for you. Got you got a chair right there, my guy. The chair right here for it. What's happening? What's happening? What's up? Indeed. What's up, brother? What you What you doing, man? What you What you doing in your house? I'm just I'm just vibing. Indeed. All these beautiful people in here. You know, what yeah. I'm just hanging out. Indeed. You know, so so I'm I'm curious. I, I actually took some notes. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was, as I was just wondering. You know, we have all this conversation about, you know, uh, is mom and dad's instruction enough? Because you said, you know, you're the instruction, you hope that they listen to mom and dad's instruction. So my question is, is that enough? I'm not following the question. Well, you said that when they come of age, as it was stated, <clears throat> you would hope that they would follow your instruction and the things that you have taught. And I, what I'm asking, do you think that that, your instruction as a parent, is enough to keep them from whatever may uh, set them off course? What you think, Dad? <laughs> I ain't a dad. <laughs> uh, do I think my instruction is enough? No. Okay. I wouldn't say so. No. What about you? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's enough, but I think it's necessary. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. I think that mm. that's it. I think it's necessary, though. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just the same concept of the law. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's there to give us the liberating boundaries. You know what I'm saying? To say, all right, yo, this is this is what's said. This is something that is before you, so you know what is right and what is wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me to act like because I lay forth the law, there right. will now be perfection. There will now be um, things walked out in a way that's like you'll never mess up. You'll never slip up. It's like, mm-hmm. nah, fam, this is actually here as like, as like a, as a grace, you know what I'm saying, for you yeah. um, because it's designed to save you. Not I to think that would you. that would even be kind of low key prideful for you know for you to think because you said something they won't do the opposite yeah. because you said it. Yeah. I think more I think more than anything I would hope again like my if 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 my instruction is true to the Bible that far past me they're looking to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the quote unquote enough if you want to if you yeah. want to use that. There's a common trope out there. Is there that the the pastor's kids my daddy was a pastor. Oh gosh, that's funny. How, how would you broach the conversation, or would you broach the discussion differently with your teenage daughter? Birth control. No, in terms of framing the discussion around sex, would you change the way that you delivered the message to your daughter versus your son? Mm. Uh, I, I would say from a biblical standpoint, no. Uh, I okay, think yeah. I, from a biblical standpoint, no, because yeah. again, God has made the standard for it. But I also see how we as men kind of go about using sex. You know what I'm saying? And how we like uh, what we do to women to get that. Like, I am going to show my son how to lead well. So then you would so you frame, frame it differently. You would frame it differently. Oh, yeah. I said from a biblical standpoint, no. But from this particular, he's saying he's saying sex is outside of marriage is sin. So from that standpoint, yeah. there is no well, difference in that. How you deliver the message, nigga? I ain't got no daughter or no son. I don't know. I'm just saying from a overview standpoint, this is how Lord created sex. You know what I'm saying? My daughter and my son's gonna get that same message. 
Mm. Yeah, you got disciples though. You know what I'm huh? saying? So like you got people you talk to about sex mm-hmm. that are under you, that mm-hmm. are that are you, you talk to the women differently or the, the young girls differently than the men, you would say? When they have those side conversations? Straight up, I haven't had too many sex conversations with my on the lady side. Oh, because they said that you can't do it, huh? Bro, youth pastors have a horrible reputation. I stay away from that, bro. <laughs> oh, I let I let, I let my ladies, I let my lady leaders have that conversations with them. I feel like there's really? wisdom in that. Yeah, bro. And so, um, to to <laughs> they an extent, never hear it from a man, though. No, 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 no. They they don't. They we we don't go father. into. We don't go through like the the anatomy and all that stuff with them. But again, I talk to them the scriptures. Like we go through the scriptures about sex. How this is how the Lord created it to be. He made it pleasurable. He made it for uh, procreation. Um, it, it, when the two become one, we talked about those particular things. You know what I'm saying? So they do hear from us like, hey, ladies, like kind of watch out for some of these fellas. But also, hey, your body is a temple. Your body has value. This is what the Lord has called uh, for you to. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is what the Lord has called it to be. You know what I'm saying? On episode four. Episode we four. Had, we, oh, had, okay. we, we had old girl Latoria. She was here and she she literally walked out and said, I wish my daughter mm-hmm. could watch y'all do this podcast mm-hmm. because it is important for her to see young men having conversations like yeah. these. Mm-hmm. Of I course, agree, but I understand what Kay was saying. In the context of him, in a pastoral ministry, it's very difficult for him to have those kinds of discussions. It's different if, if it's your child. Yeah. And I'm discussing yeah. that with my daughter. Yeah. I can be very candid and honest. I don't but see how there's a single conversation I can't have with you. Well... I think that there's a history, you don't? unfortunately, with... Not, with of course, I'm yeah, not, I'm not it's, it's, a, our, it's a very... I'm not doing a one-on-one conversation like, hey... For right, sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. She's yeah. talking about the corporate setting. Yeah, so like, yeah, like, yeah. If, so, but, if it's a small group and it's like, yo, it's, it's, it's the girls and whatever it may be, and I'm talking to a group of girls, there is a level of, like, like candor I can share, you know what I'm saying, without being overly uh, uh, graphic with the content. It's mm-hmm. just, but like, I would definitely communicate that differently than I would with men. So what, what examples? Go ahead. Examples. Because I was about to say, I might, um, I might be able to pull some out of this last conversation we had. So because you understand how men think mm-hmm. and how men operate, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, fam, okay, when you're hearing words like love, when you're hearing words, hey, I've seen this used, I have used, it's like, yo, understand that this is how men will communicate to get what they want sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be guarding your heart so that you don't just let anybody into your space. Oh, okay. You know well, so we'll look, with stuff like that, so we actually did have a similar conversation to that with the group as a whole. Okay, that's You dope. know what I'm saying? The fellas, like, walked in, and they was on this side, ladies was all on this side, and then we, we kind of addressed that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's my point. I, mean, so again. Sure. I, have a, I have another question. How, how would you handle the normalization of same-sex relationships if your child came to you with the temptation of whether it's a your son or your daughter, and they have uh, some sort of affectionate feeling that they, that they have uh, attached themselves to some of the, of the same sex, and the culture has kind of pushed them towards that narrative. How would you handle those conversations? Yeah, so um, this is actually something that is prevalent within uh, youth ministry, youth groups. Um, I literally just had this conversation as of recently, mm. you know, and it, was, it wasn't just that one person that communicated that. It was like, hey... A lot of us fathers and a lot of us mothers are finding out that our kids have these secret TikToks, you know what I'm saying, where they are expressing themselves in a same-sex attractive Mm -hmm. way or Mm -hmm. something like that. And it's like, yo, and 
it's interesting hearing the response of some of the parents. It was like, man, I was so disappointed. I was so angry. Yeah. I'm like, yo, fam, you got to let up. Because, yeah. like, by communicating that, all you're doing is affirming the narrative of the negative being pushed, and then that's just going to push them away further. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people at the end of the day, attraction is not a choice. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't choose who you're attracted to. The choices can be made. I can choose to turn the light on right now. I can choose to turn the light off. Why? Because I, I can make that decision like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, be attracted to this. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no switch for that. Your attractions get developed by your environment and your perception on your environment. So what do you do? You create an environment that allows attraction to develop in a certain way, which is why I feel like there are young girls who are actually developing this type of attraction because the culture is actually pushing it. Mm. And so when the culture is pushing it, it's like, yo, at a young age where you have an unfiltered mind, then yeah, absolutely, there's going to be more young kids who are seeing things. And the tougher part is when, you're, when you fall into a certain algorithm, they're pushing you all that certain type of content mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And then that's all you're getting on that one little t- like TikTok yeah. page. Like you go into that just to that's get a, that, wow. right? And so the, if the question is, how do I, I, I can't say as a parent, but I can say as a disciple maker, I just love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And through love, hope that, you know what I'm saying, like whatever needs to be exposed in those moments by creating those conversations, creating, okay, bet, yeah, this is what a godly man looks like. Yeah. This is what a godly marriage looks like. This is what a godly family looks like. This is what a godly relationship looks like. This is what godly dating looks like. I communicate my dating to my, to my kids. In the midst of me dating, I don't just, I'm like, hey, you know, I was, it's like, no, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very blunt. Hey, this is what happened. This is like, and like, man, we going through this. <laughs> Look, time. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a great time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm communicating all that. So they understand. It's like, yo, this is somebody who's open about his life to a certain extent, yeah. you know, because I want them to understand that I'm not just somebody who is putting myself on a pedestal holier than now. I want them to be as open as I am with them to me mm-hmm. as, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. And by doing so, they're able to have a safe space where they're, you know, um, feeling as though in those moments where they feel like I can't communicate this to my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can at least communicate this to somebody who is a youth pastor, somebody who is um, a volunteer, you know, because okay? like, we literally had the mental health conversation with them. And I, and I asked them, I said, do you talk to your counselors at school? They said, no, they're trash because all they do is snitch. And I was like, wait, the counselors at school don't have to keep what they find out confidential oh no and i'm like that's crazy and no, so no, for the kids to feel it's like good that they don't because yeah. as parents we have to know if for if sure the but but then but it's cutting themselves right well that's i, I, I think we yeah, any 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 counselor even 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 yeah. in a self self-harm i think even for a therapist they have to report that as well so like any any type of self-harm or self self-destructing <laughs> thoughts yeah that's that's definitely something where that's always going to be communicated but absolutely but for them to feel like hey I'm having a tough time here. I'm having this. And then you know that depending on the information being shared, it can be leaked out. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to safe space to talk. I feel like they need that. You know what I'm saying? Well, shouldn't and so, the safe space be their home? It should be. But you talk, Ideally, yeah. talk to the average kid and say, do you feel comfortable sharing your mental health struggles with no. your parents? And they'll say, I li- this is the response I got. Yeah, Black parents aren't prepared for this. Not at all. That's mm. literally what they said. Bro, the conversation that I was telling you about earlier, she literally said in that conversation, she said, she's coming to me, because we had a conversation about homosexuality. She said, she's coming to me with questions I was not prepared for, and I don't like that. And I was like... Well, you better get prepared. Yeah, you, I couldn't say that as a secret because they don't. They don't. Yeah. That's a whole other story. But yeah, <laughs> well, you better get okay. prepared. 
But yeah, go ahead. No, no. That's so more about too. condoms. Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Those are good questions, though. Those are great um, questions. Do you think that the United States is an ideal place to raise children? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What can I can I can I ask motivation yes. behind that question? Can you give me a little bit yes. more? Well, I, I see a culture that's increasingly rot with sexual immorality, with divisiveness. Mm-hmm with um, gluttony uh-huh. and the like. So as a, as a man, and my wife is in the, in the audience, we have three kids at different ages, uh-huh. it's, it's becoming, as a disciple of, of Yeshua, increasingly more difficult to raise kids in this culture mm-hmm. yeah. um, because of uh, the spiritual aspects of things that are occurring. Mm-hmm. So my, that's the impetus of the question. Is this okay. an ideal environment to raise mm-hmm. children? I yeah, I, I would I would say it would depend on what you mean by ideal. Like, but I but me personally, I think you know these things should be expected. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like I'm I, I'm not gonna be surprised by you know the world acting the way it is, um, mm. and so like I'm not gonna sit here and try to move and find a utopia. You know, what I'm saying the best, the perfect place to raise yeah. children or, or have a family, mm-hmm. uh, because that was. You know that that was snatched the moment sand entered when we you know. So you're, you're telling me that every environment is equal? No, no that's not nah. what I said. I nah. said I'm saying like sin should be expected. So like you could go somewhere else and it may not be as bad as it is here, but it's still going to have its issues. So that's 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 kind of where I was coming from. I say this is perfect place. Like I'm broke. I I I, I get I I hear people say. Man, I don't want to bring a child into this world. And I'm like, fam, you're missing the point of multiplication. I can't wait to pop out little Mitches that's going to be out here <laughs> wrecking shop in the city, bro. Are like, you kidding me? Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is ground zero. Yeah. If we're in the thick of it, then perfect. Into, into the, the thick, thick of it. it. You feel me? Ah. <laughs> like, 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 bro, like, like, I, I, I literally can, like, like, it's, it's, other me's out here, yeah. Like, like that's why I can't wait to make as many as possible yeah. because I'm, I'm like, it's because it's not just about having more image bearers. I'm like, I'm like yo, I have the mind of Christ. I want other image bearing mind of Christ mm-hmm. people in this culture yeah. making a difference. That's why it's ideal. And you have to have and kids do that. Exactly. You do legacy, but like, no, yeah. I have to have a legacy in order for it yeah. to continue, mm-hmm. or, the, or else it stops with me. What was Paul's legacy? Paul's legacy Ooh. was his writings, his teachings. I'm gonna have both. That, but that's what I'm trying to say. Up, that was yeah. that was his blessing. That was his like that. His singleness was his ministry. I that do kind of see. I do kind of see. Your it's your ministry currently. It is right now. But I do see. I do see. I do see where you're going. I don't got the. Yeah. I don't got the blessing like that. Yeah. 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 I, see, I, I, think, I, I think it changes though. Like so, your perspective changes when you are in the battlefield trying to protect your children from the calamity that's in, that's encircling them. On the so battlefield, they're, they're, they're called the arrows. No but, but on the like, the scripture calls children. They're the arrows. They're like, if this is spiritual warfare, us producing more image bearers is a part of the fight. Yeah, making yeah. more soldiers. Yeah. So if that's the case, is this ideal? Absolutely. And I think another thing too is just asking ourselves the question: How much do we trust our kids, or how much do we trust God with our kids? Exactly. Dun, dun, you know what I'm dun. saying? Because we're we're not going to be bang, there at every bang. moment, but yeah. when we are, bang, we're we, like you yeah. said earlier, we are their covering. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what they yeah. are, because you know what I'm saying? Like Afghanistan, all these other countries are going through some. Sh- 
stuff right now. You Sorry, we said it want, again. We want, hey, two, two, episodes two weeks in a row. We gotta, we gotta censor the episode. We gotta guys. talk to you, Caleb. Got the SH over here, IT over here. Sorry. So. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like really like trusting in God with what he has given us. And I think that is from what I've seen. I'm not again, I'm not a parent, but I have seen parents. I'm just like, y'all really don't trust God with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they That's don't trust a, themselves with their kids. Look at what's happening. It's not that they don't trust God. They don't even trust themselves. They've abnegated their responsibility as parents. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I see these kids, I go to the parents. I say, well, if you're upset about the generation, look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It's your terrible yeah. parenting that's created yeah. this hot yeah. mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so, you know, I, I ask these questions because, again, I, I have a 16-year-old daughter that's about to be 17. I have a, I have a 13-year-old, about to be 13-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And I've got, a, I've got a young one that's nine, daughter. And what's interesting is, is, is trying to, to parent kids, right, through all of the thick of it, as y'all say, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I find myself having to really kind of stop and, and be very strategic about how I navigate conversations. For sure. Because there is no way to keep them from all of the iniquity that the culture is, is pressing. It's impossible. Exactly. Right? So if you're not, if you're not very, very intentional, yeah. there is there is no passive discipleship when you have kids. Yeah. Right? You have to be mm. on it. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy and before you know it. Always there's been an ideological principle that's been planted inside of them. Mm-hmm. And the uprooting of that, okay, is is far more challenging, is it it, it it is far more challenging than it is to to stamp it out before it's implanted. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, our oldest daughter, we found her with with uh, quite a, a, a bit of, of false ideals inside of her. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it took us, you know, I mean, a, a couple years to kind of work through it. And now she's in a place where she's kind of recommitted herself to the most high. And it's been, it's, it's a, it's been a glorious time, but very painful as a parent to, to see them go through that. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I asked that question, right? Absolutely. Like, are we in the ideal environment? Or I get it from a battlefield perspective, like you're thinking it from, from there, right? But when, when you're in the trenches... You get tired of war. Absolutely. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? At, at some point in time, you're like, man, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I bring, <laughs> why did I bring these, beautiful, what was I these beautiful babies into yeah. this fallen and broken world? I, I yeah. brought them into a war zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wish that Yeshua would just come so this would be over. Right, because that's every day I find myself in prayer and fasting and pleading and petitioning before the Lord for my children more so than myself. Yeah. Whereas mm. a single man, Right. I get up and come and go as I please. I pray for my friends. I, I, I think about my individual self. But when you begin to multiply, as you say, the also what multiplies is the attack against your household. Wow. Absolutely. You understand wow. what I'm saying? For sure. So, you know, it's just something to consider. Like yeah. as, as we as we go out as disciples, how we teach our kids in this matter of sex. I mean, I, I don't know about the audience here, but I can I can trace my life. OK. And I, I look at sexual morality, and it has been the downfall and the pitfall of, of the biggest failures in my life. Huh. When I look at my family around, I see adultery, I see sexual immorality, I see fatherlessness, I see brokenness, and it all goes back to uh, having a wrong paradigm about sex. Mm. So if we, don't, if we don't frame our kids in the right way, yeah. 
Okay, when when they are young, yeah. as the proverb says, yeah. teach a child the way they should go, and when they grow old, they will Never not depart, depart from it. Yeah. You, the enemy is going to snatch your child up into the culture. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yeah. that's what Appreciate that, man. Indeed. Already. Appreciate right, so that. I'm going to look at the seat then. Indeed. Yeah, so we Fire. got... You can, walk, you can walk in front of the camera. Fire. Indeed. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, can we give him a hand clap, man? That's good. Let's drop that knowledge, bro. That was... Bang, bang, bang. I just wanted to answer something that he said, was just talking about the trenches. Um, There's sin everywhere. There's trenches everywhere. But I think the important thing is, you know, okay, is this loud enough? Um, We can hear you. Go ahead. You know, there's trenches everywhere. There's wars everywhere. But the thing you have to ask yourself is, what weapons am I giving my children so that they can fight in any trenches that they Mm -hmm. stand in? Yeah. Because it shouldn't be, I have to bring my child out of an environment. No, I have to teach my child how to survive in any environment. Yeah. And so it doesn't really start with the kids. It starts with the parents. So it's like we have to do, not me as a parent, but like, you mm. know, our parents have to self-reflect on how can I better prepare you for war? You know, I know that there were things that I was lacking as a parent, but how can I give you those resources? How can I help you? Because... You can't change the trenches. You can't change sin in any place. But what you can do is better equip your child so that no matter where they go, sin will never consume them. But you have to have the foundation of, you know, um, their foundation has to be true. Because if their foundation isn't true, then they can't always challenge culture. I'll just be consumed by culture. So it's like we have to teach our children to challenge culture. Um, challenge the things that come your way. Like, yeah. always revert back to truth instead of, okay, I'm just going to take this new information and take it with me. Hmm. Like, unpack those things as children. So just teaching our children to really think about our encounters. Think about, you know, the information that we're getting exposed to um, and just always kind of going back to that. That's all I got. Appreciate that. Indeed. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. I'll drink to that. <laughs> yes, you will. I need a cup. Yeah, we got the whole. What head. up? Welcome, my nigga. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> you, you put me? this comfortable. There you go. Um, I thought it was like very interesting. Uh, just kind of like sitting back because I think, uh, as brother said, like when you look at like sexual immorality or you know you can kind of trace it, but I really feel like the downfall really it kind of comes from like self. But like self-image, so I think it's not necessarily just about like the conversations of sex that we have, yeah, which I do want to get into, but I think it's also like just the value of self because I think there's this thing of like y'all was talking about how we talk about sex differently from you know young men to young women, yeah, and this like innocent culture that we have for young ladies versus you know what we teach young men, but I think also, um, since this is you know black men, like we're not taught the value. So it's like we can't appreciate sex because we're not really taught value of self anyway. So if we don't understand value of self, how can I really understand value of sex? This this act, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I'm not taught value of identity, but you expect me to value an act mm. that I'm sharing identity or becoming one with somebody else. Like, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So like, how can bang, I like, how, can, how do we morph bang. that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we change that? And I think, one of the things that's like, it's very interesting. It, 
in warfare or ideal, right? I think we we live in a world where there's a lot of cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if your your brain isn't wired or if you don't think how I think, then you know what I'm saying, you're automatically X out. It's the same thing when it comes to sex too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't mm, if you don't look at it how I look at it, like somebody said something I Salty, I didn't have my phone to take the notes, but like how the the algorithm we was talking about, like different like algorithms that we have that's pushed, um, and sometimes it's not even what you're looking at. It could be something that like just came across, and like they're pushing the different algorithm. And I was watching something, it came across, um, it came across my feed actually. Caitlyn Jenner, I know it's about to be real interesting, uh, but Caitlyn Jenner was originally Bruce Jenner, you know, transgender. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that uh, they were saying to be, you know, uh, just correcting pronoun, you know what I mean? Don't want to offend nobody. Uh, was that they felt is that society is pushing so much of transgender culture, LBGTQIA+, you know what I'm saying? And in that, kids don't even know what they want. They just walking around saying it, you know what I'm saying? And now they're automatically identifying with something that could be sex and gender based which is really identity based so then that goes back again to valuing of self and who is self um where did my identity come from and then uh, one of the things that Kevin was saying was that because it's pushed and they just identify with it they don't really understand what's really coming with those that actually battle with gender dysphoria uh. gender dysphoria so then it's like in that you know what i'm saying yeah. we're not really educating all of it. And then I think also sometimes I think we're given this like expectation that we're supposed to know it all to educate it all. So mm-hmm. then when it comes to parents that's supposed to teach, yeah. quote unquote, we automatically, um, I think we give too much, hmm, I'm trying to weigh how to say it. We give too much accountability as for them to like, or maybe not accountability, that might not be the right word, but we get too much pressure on being the quote unquote teachers if they're supposed to be the know all. So then it's like parents, they're called to protect, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then, like, we subconsciously put them in God's role because he knows all, so then they're supposed to be the teacher, but, like, you should know it all to be able to teach me. <laughs> so then you got parents that, like, like you said, the, the one moms got mad because the, the young child got questions and they can't answer. Now they're frustrated, but I think that also goes to upbringing, too, because, I don't know about y'all, but, like, in a black household, you got to have answers to every question that you ask or, you know what I'm saying, at least that's how I was raised. Or it gets but, suppressed. You know what I'm saying? It gets suppressed or it's like, if I don't, um, if I don't have the answer to your question, I already know. Like you automatically write. Like the parents automatically write anyway. So then I think that also creates a resentment too when it comes to children that feel as though they don't have a safe place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, oh well, you're supposed to be the know it all, and even when I'm correcting you, or maybe because I think sometimes parents and adults in general like. We attack that we don't attack life as teachers or we don't attack life as students. You know what I'm saying? I think once we hit a certain threshold, we feel as though we're supposed to know it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't let you have degrees behind you or go to a different class or you know what I'm saying? Which is nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing short of what the Sahedrin, right? Like they added extra things on top of the law because they knew it. You know what I'm saying? So then I feel mm. like um it creates this resentment between parents and child because it's like, okay. Here I am trying to educate you on something. I'm telling you this is what I'm experiencing. You don't know it, but you pissed at me because you don't know it. Because yeah, they're, you they're, your- they're essentially attacking the feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, like, well, feelings are natural, you know what I'm saying, rather than the response in the feeling. In the same way, it says yeah. be angry and, do, and sin not. It's, like, it's, 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 it's almost like being angry at somebody who's justified in their anger. And then 
looking at the anger, the natural emotion, and then being angry at that, rather than saying, you know what, okay, in your anger, what was your reaction? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's deal with the reaction, not the emotion, because by attacking the emotion, all that's going to lead to is invalidation. Yeah. And by invalidating people, you're telling them this, like, what you're feeling is wrong. It's like, how is my feeling wrong? And they suppress right. everything like, after that. It doesn't make any sense. Like, my feeling is a response of my environment mm-hmm. or what's happened to me or what's happened to me in the past is catching up to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're telling me this is wrong? And so, of course, the reaction is going to be to push away. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, you're, you're making me suppress something that is naturally happening. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so I, I, I just I keep telling it. It's like, yo, fam, like, we cannot attack the feelings. We can't go after this. It's just love. You know what I'm saying? Like, like every single personal interaction Jesus had, the person was able to transition into a place of knowing God because he had a personal relationship with them in that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it in the midst of their sin, in the midst of what was going through with that person, it's just like, yo, I'm going to love you and I'm going to call you out, but I'm calling out, you know what I'm saying, the mindset, the worldview. I'm not right. calling you up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, it's like, hey, and then in the midst, of, I'm calling you out of this mm-hmm. to follow me. You know what I'm saying? And, and in the midst of following, bro, you had people, the, the, the Acts 17 disciples, the 72, they were fresh. They were, they were, they were new believers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, but, and, and it's, it's, we talked about this today in, in, uh, in um, uh, not, it's, as we talk about in Bible study, I think, uh, at our, our church, we, 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 we expect people to be baptized and then disciples rather than disciple, like, dis- baptizing the disciples. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we got it backwards. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, after you get saved, you know what I'm saying? Or after you get, it's like, bro, if you just follow me, you'll understand the process. And then it's like, yo, I want this. Right. I need to get baptized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You understand it's the like, yo. Life behind it. So then, okay, so then here brings, this is something I've pondered on, but I wonder what y'all think about it. Do you think a lot of, a lot of the struggle, specifically <clears throat> when it comes to, like, uh, how we deal with children, right? Do you think it's because, like, folks don't value children or actually see children as actual individuals. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we talk about, like, safe haven and safe spaces, right? Because, like, you can have a two-year-old and everybody talks about the terrible twos and they just saying no and they just doing this, but really, they're just coming into their own personality. So, like, no might just be something that they just know, right? Like, it comes natural to them. It's not that they're trying to be defiant. They're just coming into their own personality. But do, do you think that, not even just from terrible twos, but as kids grow older like the reason why there isn't no safe spaces is because I don't really see you as an individual you're just a byproduct of my loins and so I want you to do what I told you to do because I really see me you know what I'm saying I don't see you mm-hmm. you actually don't have a you until you get out my house mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm a process this a little bit more but I heard this guy he was a parent um, I've heard multiple parents say this and they were just like my kids aren't no 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 I'm sorry. He was just like, yeah, there was this two-year-old something. He was kind of joking. And then again, I've heard this with a couple of them. But he literally said, they're not humans until they're 18. And I was just like, I, now I've heard this from Man, a couple crazy. of different, I, bro, I kid you not. And he's, he kind of said it because like in a, in a joke type thing, I was like, fam, like. But he was serious. I feel like you were serious when you said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was something I've heard from like three or four parents over the past 31 years to be living. And and so and that's all I got for right now. But yeah, that's 
that's something you see in it, 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 I've literally heard this, and I was just, it made no sense to me. And, it, and, and, and even, even in my own life, I, I can see how that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether it be projection or whether it be, you know, and, and in the midst of that, I'm looking back, I'm like, man, you know, um, instead of blaming and instead of, like, looking at it, it's just like, you know what? Uh, you get to a certain point when you become mature, it's like, I do have to make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. In the midst of when I was in your household, I was making decisions based off of what your desires were. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times that ends up pushing uh, children to be in certain ways or ends up pushing against it because it's like, I don't want to be anything like you. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything you're doing, and so like you have the rebellion, or you have the rebellious phase, or whatever it may be. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I think there's definitely validity to that. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't see an individual, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like yes, you're an image bearer, but you're an individual image bearer, you know, and like like this is your soul, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you you like you're your own individual soul, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't know what did it mean? Ask it. So my my question for the, the the parents in here too, and like you you don't have to answer obviously, but from y'all's experience with other parents, you know what I'm saying that you know, would you say some of the mindset is when a baby comes in, it's like yo, you are made in the Imago day, or is this like this is just a baby I got to take care of, and I love them. Don't get it twisted. There is so much love there, but do you see this baby as specifically like you are made in the image of God? Like you say, you got your own soul, you have intrinsic value. Yeah. Or could the temptation be at first it's like not you're made in the image of God, but mm-hmm. you're made in my image. With or yeah, or 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 yeah, mine, huh? Mine, which makes sense. Which yeah, it makes sense. He got my ears. That's the that's the whole fight. He got my nose. Like we gonna fight out of the week when the baby's face finally, you know, what I'm saying, hits that final form. The mamas be like, I carry final. Look, it's like all right, bet. Talk to me, Tony. You want to go ahead? Go ahead. Answer that. Go ahead. Go to the chat. Yeah, yeah. No, we can hear you actually. Yeah, go ahead. Can you get right here? We can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me. When I had my, first of all, me and my wife didn't want to have kids at all. Okay. Fear. Even to go to what you were saying. Straight fear. Because of trauma that I experienced, trauma that she experienced, Mm. as well as we're both, both of our households were different, right? And we see what's actually going on in the culture. So I don't want to bring my child into this world, right? Mm. My mom passes. My wife gets pregnant. My first thought is excitement, but fear, and then abortion. Because I know my wife also doesn't want a child. Mm-hmm. So it's a conflict. Yeah. She decides to keep the child. When my daughter comes into the world, I was so overwhelmed at first that I almost passed out mm. in the hospital room. They had to escort me out. But when I, before that happened, when I seen my daughter, I was, I was in a wow. And it yeah. wasn't like a, they, when babies come out, they kind of look strange, so they don't exactly look like how you look. You know what I'm saying? Bill, Bill Cosby says, like, he's like, put it back in, he's a cook. You see, we lost But the, the crazy thing is, I never looked at my daughter and said, 
wow, she's made in my image. I always, when I see my daughter, I see it, wow, look at what God gave me. Yeah. So For when, sure. so when she, when they clean them, you know, because she's got all this stuff on her, right? So they're cleaning her and she's crying. Now I'm starting to understand how God sees me. And I'm starting to understand how much God cares about me. Talk to him. You get what I'm saying? So, wow. as my daughter is constantly growing and growing, she is now starting to look like she me. She look like you, bro. She does. She looks exactly like <laughs> look like you. And my, my daughter, I hope my wife don't hear this. <laughs> but she really, and what it's making me do is now it's making me say, okay, God, how much am I reflecting your image mm. so that your image is reflecting off of me? Come on. So where she is now looking at your image. Come on. Bang. <laughs> That's a, that deserves a couple of bucks, boy. That's real. Hey, That's good. That's I appreciate good. that, G, for real. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good. Now, the last thing that I had, right, um, we so, also gotta answer your answer the condom oh, yeah, question too, man. Because yeah. you you hit the we hit the chair. You giving your son condoms? Am I giving my son condoms? Um, to be honest, I don't know. Like, and I can honestly say that um, because I feel as though I feel like it's the super Christiany thing to say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, just if we just being real, because it's like, oh well, you shouldn't be doing this, God. But then also at the same token, I'm just like, and it's not even just my son because I feel like. We love to differentiate men and women. Right. Like if my daughter right, comes right. in, I'm raised with more women around me. So yeah. everybody probably be shot. Like even when I date and folks be like, you got all these sisters. I'm like, listen, this is how I was raised. It's real easy to like have women in my life, but not on yeah. some extra out stuff. So like for me, a lot of the conversations that I had came from my moms and my cousins. That's women savages. Like. My cousins used to be like, man, these squirrels, why I'm flipping them? Like, that's just how I used to go. So, <laughs> but Squirrels? They, that's what they called them. They yeah. called my, my women cousins called us men squirrels. They were like, yeah, you, trying you see They're that? Trying to get I'm looking for a nut. I'm looking for a nut, too. And that's just how I used to go. It's crazy. That, that, they savage. They real. But like, that's just kind of what I grew up with, right? We so need like, get that button. Am I giving my son? A squirrel button. One of these. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So like, <laughs> my bad, brother. Go ahead, G. Go ahead, brother. But am I am I giving my son condoms? Maybe after a certain age, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Am I giving my daughter condoms too? Maybe after a certain age, I'm not sure. And Question: only... Is it, so? It's uh. Well, I mean, like, y'all can't. Wait, as, 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 as I was about to, I was about to say, is there an age limit for birth control? Depends on the state. You need a prescription for birth control? Yeah. Oh, so you got to go to CVS. That's a state thing? No. What? I'm about to say there has to be an age limit. If, if it's prescribed, there has to be like 11 or 12. See, I'll be on I'll be on such a tip where it's just like like I'm all for it. Like my little sister is twelve. You yeah. feel me? And she 
it was crazy to see my baby start having like that's 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 my baby. She started having cycles. I was like, oh Lord, have mercy. I'm about to pass out. So like, <laughs> and I got three of them. I'm the oldest. Like this is crazy. Yeah. She the youngest. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel as though you know what I'm saying. Like, I would love, I would love, kind of like Trey. Like, I want my kids to be able to come to me and have a conversation. Yeah. Even if it's one of those where it's just like I don't see it as enabling. I see it as one of those things. Like, look, if this is what you about to do, this your decision. You can still get burnt with it. You can still do all, like, you're going to have to go through all that. Even if I help or give you whatever, because I want you to be safe. Mm-hmm. But even in that, like, you still playing with fire because you're not really safe. Right. You know, so it's right. like, what do, what do we determine is safe? But then also at the same token, like, is it too far-fetched to be like, yeah, no, nah, like, I feel like I'm not super christian enough to be like, no, nah, I'm just going to say no. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that it's, well, the father said this about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the father talked about sex and he talked about this is what it was made for. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about sin, because we always say sin, but we never say sin means missing the mark. You know what I'm saying? So, if, like, if you're going to miss the mark, mm-hmm. hey, I just want you to know you're missing the mark, fam. Like, yeah. that ain't it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's what yeah. you're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to come with it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the grace. It's like the... That's a that's a that's absolute joke. Little, don't answer that. Don't answer that. That was too far. My bad. Yeah. It got quiet. You say condoms are great. <laughs> that was a joke. But I feel that's like bad. that's bad. That's, yeah, it's terrible it's kinda joke. It's kind of just. I hope you didn't use that with the kids. <laughs> no, I didn't use that with the kids. <laughs> it was Please a joke. What can tell you what you were saying? Yeah, saying. No, I, I just feel like it's kind of up because I also feel as though like I will be having those conversations. Like, hey, yo, this is what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. I have raw conversations, you know what I'm saying, with my sisters or my cousins. Home- hey, listen, you ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, also, I have a, I, like, my upbringing too, you know what I'm saying? Like, my background is kind of doubled down. Like, I grew up going to mosque and church, so I have a Muslim and a Christian background. So how they both talk about it, totally different. Yeah, oh, uh-huh, whether they talk uh-huh. about it at all, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. And then even on top of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a single parent mother. I'm educating my mama on stuff, and she's 46. Like, I'm having to challenge her to, like, grow past the 17-year-old that was never healed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Even in the now, as I'm as oh. she's dealing with a 12-year-old, you know what I'm saying? Nice and stuff. then they had a conflict. So, like, wow. I'm the same. And I, back in 2013, 2014, like, I was getting prophesied over whatever. And, I, and God told me what my name meant, though. Like, my name meant new house. So, like, everything has to start new with me. So, I'm having to be like, hey, yo. This is this, this is this, this is this. Like, you can play how you feel, but there's a strategy with it. Like, so I feel like it's one of those where, like, would I potentially, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On both yeah. sides, you know what I'm saying? Um, so honesty, bro. Yeah, you feel me? Uh, one more yeah, one more question. Like, because I think, I, and then I'll get up. I think we talk a lot about, like, culture and, like, combating culture and stuff like that. Like, and I don't know if y'all heard about it, but in my, uh, Broffenbrenner, it's this, it's this sociologist, um, last name Broffenbrenner, he talks about uh, the socio-ecological system. Um, it talks about your micro-system, your meso-system, uh, exo-macro, all that stuff. You see what I'm saying? The micro-system is what, like, shapes directly. You know what I'm saying? It's what you directly attach to, like, your family. You know what I'm saying? Then when you start going, like, school, all that stuff. So I feel like in terms of how do, you, how do y'all feel we combat culture or like rewire, you know what I'm saying, ourselves and even those that come afterwards, children, kids, whatnot, um, siblings, like how do you think we combat or restructure or redefine what culture means 
um, based off of where they're at because they have to be able to understand. I feel like they have to be able to understand culture from a sociological perspective. They have to understand like society. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is society. This is what it is. So like it what's ain't going no on in it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't run from it. Like I'm about to travel. You know what I'm saying? Later on. So it's like how do you how do you redefine that or tell show them that they have power in defining culture? Because if culture is ever fleeing, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you think about cancel culture right now. Like how do we show them like hey, this is what culture says right now in the world. And this is how you have the power of a say in that. So to re, I guess, redirect, you know what I'm saying, how they should move forward or like better war, so to say. Okay, I got actually a question from the live studio audience. So we're not going to answer that? To one? you. Oh, well, oh, that was a question he asked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my bad. Actually, I, uh, it was so deep, bro. I was looking up Rob from Bremer. <laughs> I gotta find out who Brian Bremer is. How you spell Brian Bremer? Brian Bremer. Huh? Somebody was about to say. B R O F E N N E R. Yeah. And if you get it wrong, Google it. Google it. Get you right. Brian Bremer. Okay. Okay. Not really. Yeah. I got you. There we go. What is that? You can touch what culture? That's German. 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 Okay, German. Gotcha. Lord, I just sat up here stuck in questions. This is funny. Uh, you asked that. Answer the problem. Yes, sir. I, Captain. Uh, <laughs> so the question is, how do we combat culture to those to those people that come after us, whether it be Little yeah. brother, kids, that kind of stuff. Yeah, how do you how do you show them that they have a voice in culture? Like culture isn't they don't have to just go with the wave. They can actually redefine it if culture is ever changing as we see it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, because cancel culture is like if you don't agree with what I what I agree with, then like you cancel. Right. But like everybody want to say what culture is, but culture has never been just so solid. Mm-hmm. It's always changed with time. So it's like, how can you educate them to see that they have a voice in? Morphing it to be something different, Ooh, uh, or to walk deep. in what God is like, called them to walk into. I don't know. I don't even know if that question made sense. No, it makes, sense. It you, makes you feel? Well, he, yeah. Yeah. You have to have a foundation. Yeah. You sure? You sure? Okay. You want to come right here? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, hold on. Who, who had the que- Somebody had a question for Seth. Oh. I'm trying to figure out how to. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, keep your answer in mind. Okay, okay, okay. This is okay. So if I'm giving my child a condom, who asked this question? As a somebody in the live studio, if they want to remain anonymous, they can remain anonymous. I just feel like it's a safe space. They can ask it out. out. They ain't want to. You know, it's like I, I think hey, it's all good. So if I'm giving my child a condom as a parent. Am I enabling them by promoting it in a sense? When a parent doesn't give a child condoms, sometimes they stay in a mindset of, I should be doing this in the act of getting condoms. Rather, then of my parents give it to me, it's like they are coming into agreement that it's okay. Mm. Can, I, can, I hop, can I hop on the enabling part? Because that, that, that was in there. She's, uh, whoever it was said that if, if, I, give them con- if I give them condoms... I'm enabling that, that, is that, is that, what, that, that was in there? That's 
that's a, that, and we, we talked about this before, like, right. and um, because the mindset I grew up saying, you know, what I'm saying, and quoting was like, yo, if uh, we talk, like I said, we talk about it, but it's it's almost for me, uh, it was um, giving clean needles to a heroin addict. Yeah, it's like, yo, if you gonna do heroin. At least let me get you some clean needles. Which we we talked about the you know we talked about the inconsistency in that one. That's what they do, huh? I was a kid. I we we you know what I'm we address I address we Taylor. He, he understands that's not a good. I was still doing I was still doing double entendres back then. Let me you know what I'm saying. This is before the triple entendres, the quadruple entendres, the quintuple entendres, the sextuple entendres, and the ten. You know what I'm saying? To the this is this is double me. You know what I'm saying? I was young. To the point. To the point. To the point of enabling sin. They're going to sin regardless. So like, what you do and don't do won't enable them. That's a part of their nature. So giving them condoms won't enable them to be more sinful than they already are. I think we try to come up with. Maybe not enabling them. It won't. Seems like an encouragement, bro. It's it, like an encouragement. I, I, they might not I, even I, use the condom that like you gave for them. me. I guess yeah. for me, uh, right? I wouldn't say it's because I don't. I don't think that there's like, there's no strict formula. Like I think we try to make everything like so A B C black and white. Yeah, formula. yeah. Like life sure. is life is very gray. You know what I'm saying? Like so. What, if I if I give somebody a condom, are you telling me like basically you're saying a hundred percent they're gonna go out there and smash? That, that's yeah, not that's necessarily not. the case because like okay, so for instance, I thought we were I, talking about the, the the person that was he was going to go do this. Like you know he's about to go smash and get. Wait, that's the, the that was the premise of the question. That was how was we kind of started the question. I thought, I thought that's how we I started it. it was just, the original question, I thought it was just like, you, wait, which question did you just ask? Because that, see, I thought it was just, you like know, just, what I'm saying, would you just just give it to him randomly? You know what I'm saying? What I give is it's, it's a difference between would this person like to disclose who they are? Because I'm I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, well, that's, that's so. Here's, here's the thing. Any, it's a lot any, of scenarios. Any, like, any scenario, I'm confused. Would you like? Okay, cool. Yes, it could be you buying it, on? or yo, you stumble across them just having them in their wallet. And it's like, yo, where'd you get that from? Oh, my homie gave me one. You know what I'm saying? Like he told me, this, you got to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? I, can you pull the room? Okay. Well, let me get the mic. Up. Can you come to the mic? Because we can't hear you. You good? Get no saying? Okay, man. Come to the mic. Wait, hold up. But Tony was we supposed can't, to. We can't hear. Hold on. Let's okay. let us let us poll the room in a little bit, cause I don't think this was done yet. <laughs> a lot of stuff ain't been done. So I, let, I'm still trying to figure out what the question is. We'll poll in a little. Don't bit. give them let condoms. Us, let's finish. They this. gonna sin. That's right. That's Condoms equal sin. <laughs> He's ignorant. Okay, it, what's it, it, it makes me think of that Black Mirror episode where old girl, you know what I'm saying, like basically monitored her daughter through looking at her eyes and seeing everything she was doing. That's like, so weird. That maximum security. Crazy. It's like it's like even if you give the Man. maximum security, yes, it's gonna work for the first couple months, but at a certain point it's like, I don't care that you're watching anymore. In the same way we treat God. It's like when like when when you first come to you know what I'm saying? To knowledge of faith and God is watching you and God is there. It's like, yo, I want to be right. I want to say that fire you have in the this beginning. And then it's like, yeah, I'm used to you now. Like, 
I know you watching, but they gon' send. Let me, it's, bro. Like, it's like it's that it's moment without you about the sin. With or without the condom, with or without the condom, they if they gon' do it, we gon' do it. They gon' do it. Like, I'm not saying I would be like they stash or anything sure. like that. Yeah. You know, what like I'm Steve saying? Harvey, <laughs> in love don't cost a thing. Oh my gosh, bro! I definitely wouldn't be that. He been up here for thirty minutes trying to get his answer out. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I definitely wouldn't be that. You know, right? Definitely not that. Definitely not that. Be done to that. Yeah, but. Hold up! Hold on! Hold on! We can't. Yeah, when y'all talk off the mic, we can't really hear y'all. All of us and everybody been cutting him off for like the past thirty minutes, so we gonna let him finish and then and then we can come up here. Go ahead, brother. Real quick. Go ahead, brother. Like, so I wouldn't be my child's stash and nothing like that, but I feel like you know what I'm saying. There's no. I'm not gonna. If I do provide it or whatever, you know what I'm saying. It's just like, hey, look, this is what comes with it. I want you to know these are all the consequences that's gonna come down the line potentially. Mm-hmm. Right. If I was to give it to them, For like sure. I said, I'm not sure. For sure. But if I did, that's they would get all that explanation. But then also, what I don't want to do is automatically assume and be accusatory and say, oh, if I provide this, this is exactly what you're gonna go do. Mm-hmm. Because right, then that right. also. Pushes them away. Let's say if they did go do it, and then I'm raining down on them from like a judgmental standpoint. Yeah. Then it's just yeah, like, yeah. oh, see, now you failed and you did exactly what. Da, 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 da. Like, I'm not doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, I care about my relationship with my child. For sure. I care about what anybody else say. Yeah. If God called me to be right there and walk with him, right. you know what I'm saying? What like, right. if I'm supposed to be a light bearer to him, then it's just like, okay, hey, this is what it is. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, they here. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I prefer, like, if you. If you're gonna be out there, hey, you gonna have to, you have to, you gonna have to get them lessons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And do what you gonna do, like, yeah. cause I done did it and been in a position. We gonna be a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't look for nobody to give me nothing. But if I found, let's say I found a kind of a found birth control, whatever, 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 like, yeah. or Plan B's, whatever. I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh, so you just do it. I'm like, yeah. hey. Let's talk. educate me. Like, talk to let's me. Talk. Like, what's yeah. going on? What you for saying? Sure. What you thinking? No, what's X Y Z? Like, yeah. yeah. This is this is what it is like. How we maneuver with that? Like I feel like, yeah. Already appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Already. You know yeah, we got a lot of people. Uh, let's. Hand clap, my boy. Say he dropped a lot of knowledge. So. Wait. We had we had Liz. We had a poll. We got to do. Taylor, Liz, Tony. Tony got to say something. Come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. Okay. After this. Come on, Tony. I'm curious too. And because we got a lot, let's kind of like, if you could do yours in like three three minutes or less. Do they make nine GMO condoms? I'm trying to do two. What? You said two minutes. What? Nine GMO You talking about vegan? Like, a vegan condom? Like a vegan condom? <laughs> a gluten free condom. I know it's going to be more expensive. Like everything vegan. Soy free condoms. You know wow. Almond milk. <laughs> No, condoms sword. by silk. Beyond condoms. Beyond, Beyond condoms, boy. Boy. It was the, it was the answer. It was, boy, absolutely not. Boy, absolutely not. Hey, What's wrong with y'all? Wild. Beyond condoms. I can show how they got a voice. So the question that I Oh, man. 40 star. In culture, you know what I'm saying? Culture is everything. Chill, chill, right? chill, chill. How do we, how do we like, Teach children or whatnot that they have a voice in changing culture so therefore they know how to like come back and stand on what the father is calling them to do. Because like the culture gonna tell them, oh, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. Especially what we see right now, right? Like 
thing is no holds barred. You can get it to everything. Do it. It's what you feel. It's all this and all that. Like mm-hmm. roses and bull. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how do we teach our children or, or kids, whoever? Like, how do we teach them that? Hey, you actually have a voice in this culture that's ever changing. And you don't have to just go with the flow. You actually have power to change what's going on. And then this is because you got that power. This is how you can walk according to what the Father called you. Like, so it's like, how do, you, how do you teach that? You know what I'm saying? I would say two things that come to mind. Thank you for helping me with one of them. She mentioned Joseph, I think. I'm going to mention the Hebrew boys in the fire. I'm not bowing. And I'm going to show them that I'm not bowing. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, I'm, me personally right now, I'm in a very and I'm being personal and vulnerable. I'm in a place of a lot of sanctification and purification. Things that I used to listen to, I'm not listening to it no more. You're promoting everything that is against God. So I'm not, I'm not watching it. I'm not looking at it. If the Holy Spirit don't say it's okay, if it's nothing that I need to watch in order to learn from it, to help expose it, What's the point of it? And I'm not, and we're, and keep in mind, guys, we're in the world. Yeah. So you, we have to enjoy ourselves. I'm not saying you don't go to basketball games. I'm not saying that you, yeah, we talked about this earlier. I'm not going to say that there are certain things that we can't do. We're, God has created us to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Everything is not always war. But I do believe that God is definitely raising up people that are going to combat the culture. Because me personally, I believe that it, it's either gonna have to be, and, I, and Street, you correct me if I'm wrong, it's gonna either have to be completely demolished and rebuilt or completely reformed. Because everything that we see is, at this point in, in time, like if I put my daughter to my, to my old music or to what I used to watch or to what I, like it's innocence compared to wickedness like let's just keep it a buck yeah i can't i can't we talked about this earlier i can't even get on my phone and just go through man who watching my stories without seeing cakes at the bottom of my instagram feed like it's all a trap it's all a bait it's all it's all a snare nothing but cakes so (laughs) chill yeah yeah. Me eradicate, rebuild. For That's sure. me. For sure. Because it's just it's it's becoming too much of a it's too wicked. Yeah. It's uh-huh. t- it's too much of a hole. Mm-hmm. We're too deep. And now we have to climb up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like how are we gonna get and I mean at the end of the day, that's really that's I don't feel like that's even something that a person personally can do. This is something that the work of God is like literally gonna have to do. Yeah. 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 Keep my daughter away from phones because they (laughs) All right. Who is who is I think we the poll is next. Taylor, can you come do it? One second, one second. You got it. Taylor. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, did you wanna you you wanna take it? Go ahead. Uh, No. Nah. I think they do now, don't they? Nah. Who said that you didn't go to high Why are you saying that? <coughs> oh, homeschool. Did your house give out comments? Huh? So my high school gave out comments, so I'm here. But I didn't go to school here. Okay. Majority of y'all. So two high schools gave out comments. My high school had a daycare. So, like, I'm just. Your high school had a daycare? That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. I'm here for that. That's what's up. I'm here for that. Oh. 
You had a private school? No, this is a public Chicago public charter school. They had a daycare. I appreciate it for that. I like that. I'm here for you. I'm I'm curious when you said, like, oh, my fine well, I mean, like, if you find it in their wallet, not so much if you just stumble across it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's so it, in within like the like the the, the, the Christian household, it's, it's the moment of like, oh, mm-hmm. I found the condom, mm-hmm. or hey. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. In Texas, like that, that obviously that's not a norm. Yeah, clearly, I, I didn't know that, but I didn't grow up here, so yeah. a lot of things are abnormal to do here in Texas. For sure, for sure. What you got for us, Shotty? Okay. Um, she said, "I got so much." I well, I'm trying to organize my thoughts. Okay, so not a parent, but I am a teacher, and uh, I teach middle school. Mm. Uh, uh, yes, very interesting. First year just taught, finished teaching eighth grade. Um, Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to go back to sixth grade because eighth grade is another level. But um, while we were discussing everything, I was thinking to myself, um, not being a parent, but being a teacher that uh, kids feel very open talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, and me knowing that not everybody is a believer who shares with me um, what it looks like for my light to shine to them um, and the understanding and grace I need to give them. And even us as believers, remembering that, like, the, the point of the story is redemption. Um, like, wow. yeah. when we're raising children, yeah. we want them to walk we want them to walk in grace. We want to be in a position of being open so they come to us. I've discipled many a woman, right, mm-hmm. who grew up in a Christian household who struggled with porn. But they weren't telling their parents. They were telling me. Yeah. Um, cause, but I wasn't coming at them with condemnation. What I was coming with them was understanding and, like, you know, we, we're walking to God with this together. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, as much as we love children and want them to walk in innocence, redemption, we want our children to realize I'm a sinner in need of a savior, and that savior is Jesus. Yeah. And we want them to know that over and over again because they're going to fall all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and when I'm look, talking to my 14-year-olds, and 14-year-old boys nowadays, they're disgusting. <laughs> okay? Like, they are nasty. We were nasty. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, ain't nothing changed. Warning. Ain't nothing changed. Warning. Ain't nothing changed. Sorry, but go ahead. Hey, yeah. I just, so I want, like, am I going to give my uh, child contraception? I don't know. Uh, Probably, like, this is what I do know, though. I grew up in a household where it was fine to have sex before marriage. Um, My mother was a product of of a, uh, what is that, an affair? you know, women in my family, not like nobody had kids before they were married. I'll hopefully be the first one. Um, but I knew as someone who became a believer at 17, I also wasn't pursued by any man until a year ago. Um, and when I was finally put in a position where sexual temptation was real to me, because now I had somebody, I, I realized it was a muscle that I had to grow in. Yeah. Um, and we need to know that, yeah. especially when your hormones are on 10 and puberty, that <laughs> yeah. 
having these conversations regularly with your child, especially once they start dating, yeah. that they're they're going to fall because the temptation is so great. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. there is, yes, there's a mindset, there is a training, there's a confidence we need to build in children. Um, and it's a village, it's not just you as parents. Uh, discipleship, hopefully you will have real godparents who are investing in your child and having these hard conversations and they have several people they can trust. Um, but at the end of the day, it goes back to redemption. That's yeah. good. That I want is my so kid to good. go to Jesus. Yeah. And I want them to know that if they come to me, it's coming, I'm coming with grace. Yeah. Cause when God corrects us, he's so gracious. He's so kind. I yeah. never want my child to miss that. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I want all of us to remember, like we were, all, we are sinners in yeah. need of a savior and we were not walking the straight and narrow and God graciously got us back on the path to see the light. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to do the same for our children, no matter what environment they're in. Cause we're covering them in prayer and trusting like Hannah, giving them back to God and mm. trusting them yeah. to take care of them. That's good. That's good. And that's all I wanted to say. Fire! Appreciate you. Bang, bang. Right. Bang, bang. 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 Sound prevention, like her. prevention versus bang, bang. redemption. Kind of so. <laughs> oh, he brought the backpack. Uh-oh. Trying to rap against three? First, first fade West. Backpack <laughs> v. Backpack? Don't do no. Bitch said, "Don't said, do that." He said, "You, I think, you I, will, think I think, I think he can one. give you bars. Two one. I I two, he, you're still gonna win. I'll give West I'll give the first you round. two one. I, you're gonna win. I give him the first round. Two one, bro. First round. Two one. And he gonna come give on, you a triple on top. It's two one, bro. Come on. It's not like saying. Nah, bro. It's not like saying. It's like you going against a second grader. Dominoes. First of all, say, oh, he'll, 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 damn, he'll get a round off. You just compare Wesley to a, a, a second grader. Hey, bro. Absolutely. My dog got bored. I've never heard him rhyme two words accidentally. I have. So why would I then put him in a category of a professional? Hey, bro, go in on this, bro. This is my hey. Job. Bro, no, no, no. no. I say this yo. is my job. I say, I say yo. <laughs> Look, I'm like Kobe out here. I don't care if you a 11 year old. You come here with bars, I'm going to respond with bars. bro, but. Second grade is a little much. Fifth grade. Much. I'm just saying. Fifth grade. Much. Kindergarten, nigga. <laughs> Shouldn't have came up here with your knees out. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's crazy. What? All right, so. Give me four bars. You find out. <laughs> I'm, I'm Body bags for everyone. You got you. We got you. You, you taking the dub. He's going to get you in a dance battle. Hey, nah, nigga. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> It was he a joke, though. Go, go ahead, Wes. Moves. I respect Wes, his movement. Go ahead. I respect your movement. You give me respect. I respect your movement. I give you respect. A kindergartner, bro? In your what lane. respect is that? You got to stay in your lane, though. This is, this is my profession. This is my job. He said, come to the octagon. Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. My bad, bro. Y'all be, you always fall for this. <laughs> it's true. You do. Always. So, honestly, honestly, I was, I was going to just um, kind of respond to the question earlier about is giving condoms to your son or I guess even daughter, is that going to like give them more of a reason to have sex, right? Enable. Enable the same. Right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of feel like it, it does. You know what I mean? I, and, and maybe this isn't the best comparison, but when I think about it, I think about, you know, uh, the standard that God uh, left for, the, for his people for the, um, when he was given all, in, in Leviticus, right? It wasn't like, hey, listen, if you sin, like, you're not supposed to sin. 
what I'm saying? But in case you do, here's this calf so that you can sacrifice, you know what I mean? Just in case you do mm-hmm. sin. I don't think it's the same thing. I see, So I feel like when we give somebody like, hey, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. But if you do, let me give you these condoms just in case, you know what I'm saying, you, you fall. And so because of that, I feel like it does enable them at least a little bit, you know what I mean? Because if some of the reason why they don't want to have sex before marriage is because they're, they're fearful of things like maybe it's um, unplanned pregnancy, uh, you know, uh, STDs, something like that. They'd be like, well, I do have a condom. So now the fear of that is lessened and mm-hmm. the, the desire to do that is still very high. Yeah. And so now you're enabling them because they're like, okay, well, actually, you know, I mean, but at least I got this condom though, so I might, I'd, probably, I'd probably be all right. You know what I mean? And so I think that it does kind of step into that. And so just the comparison of that that I was thinking about over there, like, I don't see where God does that for us. You know what I mean? Like, if you, you know, if you do sin, here's this calf that yeah. you can sacrifice. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I kind of wanted to know y'all's thoughts on that. Uh, <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, anybody. If Go ahead. Got a response. I agree. I think it would be enabling, at least in some sense. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Got so the like, AC blasting. Yeah. yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Hey, from here on out, y'all, the, the chair. The chair. The chair. The chair. That's what she said. Um, yeah, so Jesus. I think definitely giving um, your son a Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, would be enabling in some sense. Um, one, you should definitely know your children beforehand, yeah. I think. Um, but um, like me, like I wasn't introduced to stuff like that till I would say late, yeah. right? And um, when I was, like I, I did, um, my dad get, did give me a condom. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and I was legit like, what is this? Yeah. Right, and I kept that with me for like the longest. Like I always had it with me, because now I had this like, just in case, like I slip up, my mindset now, right? And um, I feel like that like made. Then obviously the situation started to happen where I'm like, dang, I might slip up. And the comments, they're just like, yeah, I'm good, kind of like this calf sacrifice <coughs> thing. Um, and I feel like that definitely, just. Hinder where I was going, basically. I don't know if that makes sense, but hmm. um, so I'm not saying my dad's not a good dad, but he, you know, he made mistakes, right? So he's like, my son might make mistakes, right? You know, he's an athlete, he, he whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I wasn't going down that road, so like it, that was placed in my mind, right? And yeah. I had to re renew, kind of where I was, right? Um, and um, that's really what I what I think um, it is. Um, so if you were to give advice. For somebody that was in your in your scenario, and how you were able to abstain and 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 hold to something within the midst of having that little extra help in the back pocket of the wallet, like what, what would be like some? I know nothing's black and white, but just yeah, like yo, fam, sure. like here's here's some advice. Yeah, and it's definitely not black and white because it depends on the person um, and your kid. Um, but um. For me, since sexual immorality is, like, so big, like, it is huge. I think we touched on that, like, and we kind of just throw it to the side, even though it's, like, probably, like, the number one. Like, yeah. um, For me, since it's so strong, right, I think it takes, like, a level of of just, I guess, the level of the spirit you need to be, be walking in to um, just fight this off at, at, at times. Um, so for me, like, 
when I did deal with like or get introduced to like just sexual stuff, um, for me, uh, what I did, I, I kind of just I started reading the Bible more one and took three verses, you know, rooted with me that I could take with me every time I fell into temptation or was going to get close. Um, and I feel like over time that kind of renewed my mind because you have to to fight off sexual immorality for real, for real. You have to go through that renewal of your mind process, yeah, right? Yeah. So now, like, like I'm like God's healed me from this, like time after time, right? It's gone, right? It's not there, but the thoughts do there because the devil keeps going to try to attack you no matter what, yeah. even if it's previous stuff, right? Um, but what happens is like you know, like it's like it's there, but like I just it's tunnel vision, right? Um, and I feel like that's really kind of like what it's like a step by step process you can feel, right? So maybe. I don't know. That's all I can. Yeah, you're good, bro. For you're sure. Good. Yeah. You back up? You get the backpack? I have a question. Backpack's on now. Appreciate you, my guy. Are you leaving? Are you leaving? My what? Are you leaving? Oh, you're coming back. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He took his backpack off again, bro. I think he's trying to rap against you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get it, bro. I, 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 <laughs> after seeing Mitchell's <laughs> conviction, I'm going to say 3-0. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Go ahead, bro. All seriousness, back, back to the conversation. I did have a question that I was uh, – that was also asked from the audience for you, Mitch. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so for you yourself, you know, your personal story, um, not giving into sexual temptation. Um, I have given into sexual temptation. Okay. All right. Well, I ain't smashed, but I've given in. True. Virgin with an asterisk. Okay, but, what I say. But, even, but even still, even even it's with that, fair. And, and maybe, you and should maybe, get a T-shirt. You should get a T-shirt that says "Virgin" <laughs> and an asterisk. <laughs> virgin ish. I am no. <laughs> virgin ish. Pure ish. Maybe vegan ish. Pure ish. Oh my God! Go ahead. Go ahead, straight. Uh, uh, Wes. Well, that was that was the. That question. actually would be a. That would be fire. But I, I would. Let's run it. No. We'll talk later. We'll talk no. numbers. You know what to be fire? That's gonna push like the purity culture thing. Hey, you know what to be fire? It's a, it's, it's a play against it. You know what to be we're, fire? We're, 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 we got West waiting. Let's. You know let's, what to be fire? What what what? <laughs> if he just you just thought you did something, huh? No, I just you just did. thought you ate that up. I just you want us really, to to okay. let this brother respond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got some asterisks over here. No, but for real, that was that was the question that somebody from the audience wanted texted me to ask you. Texted me to ask you. Ain't on your phone. Texted me. So a lot of text in questions today. It's, it's honestly like, how did you deal with that? Being in an environment and in a society, culture, uh, community with other people growing up that were probably likely more sexually active than yourself. I know that you say you put an asterisk behind it, but that's, you know what I'm saying? But still, in comparison, you know what I mean? There was, you know, you, you get my point. Yeah, so, so like, how, I, how I was discipled. I was discipled at a very young age. Mm. Like, I, I can't go through a, a single phase of my life where I couldn't say I had solid men of God I could look up to that were open. Like, mm. uh, they, they talked about sex. They talked about masturbation. Yeah. Yeah. They talked about the, the, the desires of the man and how they fell in that. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't need, to, like, they were, like, it wasn't like a thing where, because commonly what I hear from people is like, yo, fam, like, how do you know how bad temptation is if you don't try it? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to, you know what I'm saying, put heroin in my in my in my veins for me to know that yeah, I don't think I wanna do this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. So and, and, and I know of course that's an extreme, but you know, it, it it is one of those things where, you know, when you look at it from how Jared put it, it's like, yo, there's a there's a seriousness behind this. 
you know, and um, it's it's tough because within sex or within sexual immorality, there's always that once you do this one act that leads to the next act, that next act becomes a standard. Mm-hmm. And then you do that next act right. and that becomes a standard. Right. And it's like you just keep creeping and creeping and creeping and creeping and creeping. Um, I feel like there has been a, a, a level of grace to where it's like, you know, we ain't never and with that being said, like I, I feel like it was just the echo chambers of you know um, having people that were solid <clears throat> in telling me, "Yo, fam, this is what it means to uh, be a man of God." You know what I'm saying? And 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 there's a lot of things I've done I'm, I'm seriously not proud of, and it's like it doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't even take sex or even um, physicality to ruin somebody's heart. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's so there's things I've done in just communication. You yeah. know, in, in leading hearts on. Yeah. And I look back at I'm like, man, like I've, I've affected this person in a way that I can't take that back. And now they yeah. have this perception of me that I have to live with now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm a hero yeah. in a lot of people's eyes, but I'm a villain in some. You know what I'm saying? And so within that, like understanding that, and and also looking at the wrong I see and the wrong I've done has helped me in in honoring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My sister's in a better way. So it's, it's, it's the grace and it's the slip-ups. Both of those things are sustaining me. Yeah. Understanding that God is seeing me and loving me through the grace and also convicting me in the nonsense. Yeah. You know? It's good. And, uh, so it's I put like the, 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 the main answer, I feel like, is the fact that I had older men yeah. and peers that were wanting to walk it out alongside me. It's good. Right. That's dope. Oh, you got to... I was just going to agree. Like, I'm a virgin, 36... And uh, as soon as I became a believer, there hasn't been a year in my life where the Lord didn't provide women investing in me. Amen. That's good. That's really good. Amen. Amen. Which shows you discipleship is important. Discipleship. Go ahead. You go. We can't hear you. I'm sorry. We, we, we really can't hear you. You can do it. We really can't. <laughs> okay. Indeed. Don't do that too much. Y'all want to do like two more? We get a few more. We get a few more. Like you want to come? You got a question? Hmm? Go next, Angel. Go next. Go next. Go next. Go next. Go next. Okay. First of all, I love your hair. Appreciate it. I just did it. Okay. So talking about like the whole concept of like giving your child a condom, it makes me think of like how there's different roles that you can kind of play like within your kid's life. So it's like you can be viewed as like a friend in some seasons. You can be viewed as just that parent in some seasons. The same way that we view God, like closer than a brother. He's like a friend. And I think like whenever you shift into that friend role by giving them that condom, it's almost like removing that guidance Mm. in a way. (laughs) So I guess my question to y'all is like, do you want your child to always be able to see you as that parent figure? Or do you want to like shift that dynamic and giving them like that condom to be viewed as just their friend? I think, I think that's interesting. It's something me and my mother have been navigating. Um, not the condom thing. Just want to make that clear. But she has, she has recently, we have, me and her together have recently discovered that she actually does not know how to talk to me as a man. She still talks to me as Trey, her firstborn. And it happened uh, maybe three years ago. We, we figured this out. Um, and it, it got to a point in conversation where, we, where she was talking to me in such a way 
that the the for lack of a better word my masculinity kind of flexed a little bit and the conversation ended and like two days later she was like hey i want to apologize um the way that conversation ended was not okay but i'm realizing i don't know how to talk to you as a mother who does not see her 12 13 year old son she's like you're Mm -hmm. you're you're 25 i don't know how to talk to you as a man and so i think now we're navigating that space of like even like today like she asked me to grill and it was just something simple where it was like hey trey you know does the the, the, does this uh does this pepper have salt in it i was like i don't think i I, I was legit like "I, i don't think pepper has salt in it her initial response was like boy don't get smart with me i was like hey i wasn't trying to i just think it says pepper which is not salt so you know so i think when when you when you when you get into that area of and, and to bring it back to the question of like would you give your child a condom for me again i think you're teaching and you're training these things happen consistently over a period of time you know what i'm saying like even with sports um i didn't tr- like i didn't go to one practice and then play a game you know what i'm saying you go and you practice more than you play games like that's just the natural ha- like that's just the natural flow of it you know what i'm saying so like as a as a parent i i've seen my parents drill things into me that i now naturally do and and as someone who wants children my hope would be that i am teaching them consistently hey this is how you live a pure lifestyle not just don't have sex but this is what purity is it's more than just physical it's more than just did you lay down and and have sexual intercourse, it's how you think, talk, act, treat people. And so by that time, where I'm even contemplating the question or the thought of, should I give my child this condom? It is my hope and desire that we have had such a relationship that they, one, know where I stand, two, know what the, what the truth is, and three, understand that this is not your father talking, it's the words of God that, that I am just teaching you. And so... Would I give my, my child a condom? I don't know. But to your point, I think once you cross a threshold, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't. And it's like, I can't go back and get the condom. And so, <clears throat> and so I, I think you, you don't, you, I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do it, but I'm, I'm saying you got to do it with such a level of severity that you understand that if I have not taught in a, exhaustive manner up until this point that condom like like you like you said for some people that condom is 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 the way out Mm -hmm. i'm good Mm -hmm. just to be transparent for me condom or no condom there was a point in my life it didn't matter you know what i'm saying so like condom i don't care yeah the desire was there and and that's what it is childish um, but perfect it was perfect that was god that was, that was good, perfect, yeah. it still was childish but it was funny so like yeah i think you know i i definitely see it like i i i've actually seen parents who would drink with their kids there in high school yeah you know what i'm saying and, and and so it does create this like friend kind of relationship with somebody who is actually supposed to be teaching you the value of authority Right. So I think there is a there is a point again, once you cross a threshold with someone in a relationship, you can't go back. Even when you talk about being pure in a relationship, once we do X, Y, Z, I can't go back. Once you once I've seen you, you know, topless, shirtless, whatever, 
can't go back, dog. Like, now I'm hungry for more. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. even with that, I can't think you got to do it with such a level of deference, such a level of seriousness that you have to be confident in one thing and one thing only. They know the truth. Yeah. And so regardless of if you give them the condom or not, because after a certain point, they're going to get you. They're they going to get a condom themselves. And so, like, you know, enabling, to, enabling them to sin is not necessarily something I've, I, I would be concerned about as a parent. Again, I'm not a parent. But I, I wouldn't necessarily be concerned about. It's do they understand what sin does to them. Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay, but to your point, though, I think it is important because denying that friendship is the reason why I feel like a lot of kids don't feel open enough to, 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 to communicate. Like, the fact that, yeah, people, the disciples operated as following him and understanding the role of who God was right. or who Jesus was. Right. But also you see John resting on his, on his, on his shoulder. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I, this, this is like, I'm a friend of God. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a friend yeah. of Jesus. You know, um, it's, it's almost like, like just today, right? Um, somebody who I look up to, my, like my pastor, right? Um, somebody who will uh, be a great leader and then next thing you know, he's like, hey, we finna hoop. You, you trying to hoop? And it's like, oh, snap. Yeah, I can hoop with you. And I, you know, it's almost like seeing your teacher at the, at the grocery store. It's like, man, you're a human. You're real. You're real. You got a whole life. Look at you without an expo mark in your hand. I, I, I think those moments are important because it's like, it's like, yo, you actually relate to me. It's, it's like, and, and I feel like that is part of the teaching experience. It is, but is it that those things would be situational. Because I think like, cause that's relating to basketball, so that's not necessarily contradicting your teachings. Like I think sure. how Paul sent the letter to Timothy, like, don't forget these teachings. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if I'm teaching you this isn't right, this is dangerous, and then I'm like, but I mean only kind of, because like, I'm giving this to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of contradicting, like if you're, you said your mentor, like yeah. he told you like, hey, don't walk like this, but then in some way he was like, but if you do, this is how you should do it. It's kind of contradicting, like, remember these teachings. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and, and so it, like, yeah, so it's, it's, it could be. So, so for me, it's in the midst of that friendship level, right? Because um, I do believe that, like, it's 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 almost like the boss that will go out and do happy hour with you, but you also understand just because you had happy hour don't mean yeah. right. now you can right. step over yeah. that right. boundary. Yeah. Right. It's like right. it's like, it's like hey, even even as we're drinking, understand you know you know what's up, even yeah. though we off the clock, right? You know right. what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, right. they, like, even, even outside of the context of the work environment, there's still a respect level you must have. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing about operating in roles. Yes, you can be like, I think, oh, wow. yes, you should be friends with your sons and daughters. Yes, you should be friends with your disciples. Like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with the kid. Like, 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 it's. Do you know how big it is for a kid to get a follow back? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, like you, you don't just, you don't just say you're here for us, but you're actually following me back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you, you care about what's going on in my life. Cause this is where I'm at most of the time. And so you're tuned into what I'm doing. I want people to like what I'm doing. I want people to see what I'm doing. And so to give a kid a follow back, give one of the youths a follow back and stay tuned. It's like, yo fam, like if you ever need something, I told her, I told the kids, this is the last sermon before they go on summer break. I said, if you ever need anything, give me a DM. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you ever need prayer, let me know what's up. If you got a game going on, if you got something happening in the theater, if you're going, let me, let me know so I can pull up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not just, hey, come get this teaching. 
You know, it's like, no, hey, come get this life. Mm-hmm. It's life on life. And through life on life, you develop friendships. And I feel like if you're not a friend with your, if you're not a friend with your own seed, that's just a self-reflection of how you view yourself. Because this is you. Mm. You, created, you created him or her. And so if you can't even be friends with who you are, and I think that's where self-reflection of where you're at. And this is why you see a lot of people, it's like, when COVID happened, you heard two responses. It's like, man, I'm getting tired of the household. It's like, well, you sound like you're tired of yourself. Because you're the ones who made them, and you're the ones who raised them. And so if you are now in a place where you don't got work to distract you, and all you got your kids in the house, then, okay, that's more reflection of you. And it's like, man, my family grew stronger through this process. Yeah. Why? Because we had the time to sit there and be like, yo, let's, let's actually commune. We can actually sit at the dinner table. We don't have a choice but to look at each other now. And it's like families grew stronger. More baby, a lot of COVID babies. Babies getting made. I feel like that's a beautiful thing. You feel me? But, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, what we going to say? So do you feel like throughout life you always want your child to be able to see you as just a friend? Because I do feel like there's times when you have to really make it clear, like, hey, I'm teaching you this because I've experienced this. I am your parent. Yeah, and, I, again, I think you it's situational. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you, you can't, like you said, you can't just be this, this, this you know, author, authoritative mm-hmm. kind of hand their whole life because it's then it, then it doesn't give you the ability to transition into something more. Mm-hmm. They'll always ever see you as that. And then when they get 18, it's like, you can't tell me what to do now. And that's like, mm, that's not healthy. But I think there are situations where you can be more of a friend. Mm-hmm. And for a time, no, that you are you are my child. I'm your parent. Mm-hmm. But until you get to a certain level of maturity, then we can have maybe a little bit more in-depth conversation, stuff like that. But even but he, but even like with God, like I look at Job, like he literally questioned God for a minute. And God did not answer a single question. Like when he came and responded, he didn't answer a single question Job had. Mm-hmm. But he still allowed him to ask the questions. He just responded from a place of authority mm-hmm. because Job needed to be reminded who Job was and who God was. And so I think sometimes you can be a friend, right? I think sometimes you can be uh, a listening ear. But sometimes children are children. And they need to be reminded why you are their father, why you yeah. are their mother. And that is your job. When you get to a place where you're too friendly, then you grow up, then you raise children who don't understand submission from a place of authority, then you get children who go to school and be bad. You get children who go to school and be disrespectful, things like that. So I think it's situational. Yes, you can be a friend. Yes, you can be a listening ear. Yes, you can go and have fun with your kids. But at some point, you are training up and raising up children, so you cannot just be too far one way. And that's yeah. you know, that's the tough part about parenting. Yeah. And, yeah, I was about to say just on the – I think it's definitely an awareness thing and discernment. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, just it's situational. Because I, I know with tattoos, I got a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but I got a couple of them now. But when I was uh, ninth all the way into my senior year in high school, this and this is just a small little uh, example, but, like, my mom would always tell me, Caleb, like, you're not getting no tattoos right now. You're not getting no tattoos right now. You're not getting. And she went into a whole uh, different explanations. But as soon as I turned 18, she was just like, Caleb, like, just if you're going to get some tattoos, start off small. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there she was knew, this. She knew her son. She, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. funny. I legit almost got bona fide in graffiti on my back. Like, Jesus. As as I turned 18. Well, praise God. Yeah, bonafide this, from NBA Street. That was my, yeah, because that was my dance name. <laughs> <laughs> that was my battle dance name. You know what I'm saying? Got bonafide hey, with look, the symbolist. He was the bomb. Look. Bonafide. Your mama, your mama prayed. 
Hey, Your mama prays some prayers for that not to happen. Hey, look at God. Look at maturity, you know. The prayers, but, nah, but yeah, but it started off with like this. Uh, prayers of the righteous. <laughs> prayers of the righteous. But yeah, you saw that like real parental role in that beginning because she saw stuff that I didn't see. You know what I'm saying? But as, as time went on, I was getting older. She was just like, hey, if you're going to do this, kind of just start off small. And I was like, right. all right, mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and right, so, mama. yeah, I think it's a discernment thing and, and just being aware of what the situation actually is. So, was there any other questions? Yeah. Okay, we have one question. Okay, in, in, in the transition to that, um, thank you so much, by the way. You feel me? Good stuff. Appreciate um, it. I do think that it is a mistake, not a mistake. I think it's a, a common thing that's said, but has to be reevaluated in our culture. It's like, yo, you'll always be my child. No, I'll always be your son or your daughter, but I'm not your child. You know what I'm saying? It's at a certain point, there has to be that level of, you raised me to be mature. Respect. You raised me to be yeah. a man. Yeah. You raised me to be a woman. Respect so to it you. It has you, to be yeah. a transition That's at good. some point. You said, That's when good. I was a child, I spoke like a child. I spoke like a Talk child. Talk to us. Child. I did Turn up, turn up. Um, mainly because when the household I grew up with, my mom talked about sex with my brother, but me and my sister, she never had that conversation with. So why are we focusing on giving young men condoms but not asking about providing the daughter with contraception? That's my first question. The second question is, is there, is there this idol or promotion of continuing innocence of women or is there the disregard for the urges women face when it comes to it? Say that second question again. Came with is the Is there this idol or promotion of continuing innocence of women or is there a disregard for the urges women face? Mm. So I always thought kind of. Uh, so my only. So mind you, I'm only reference. I think. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, like, I always give uh, movie references, and I always. I remember the wood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Tracy's girlfriend had condoms. She had them in the dr- dresser, and she's like, I had no condoms in there. What I was missing? You know what I'm saying? So I was. I was. I always. My my mind was always okay. Condoms can work with both men and with women, so you can have both. But. And and you first question one more time I'm sorry so the first question was we so even everybody that came up here we asked about condoms we yeah. never asked about giving or sons we never talked about giving daughter contraceptions mm-hmm. or speaking on a daughter's point of view or what you know even when we got to the topic it was like two seconds and we off door yeah. you know what I'm saying so yeah so I think I think culturally and it's weird that we do this because it's like guys are going to have sex with women, but for whatever reason we do this thing was like we know y'all gonna have sex. Y'all should know you shouldn't have sex. You should not oh, have yeah. sex whatsoever. And there's no conversation that actually needs to be had. You know what I'm saying? Which that's that that shouldn't be the case, but I feel like that is. You know what I'm saying? So why that is? Um, I, it's a double standard. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a. It's just a major double standard right there. I'm sorry, I could, I could, my bad, yeah. But no, nah, there's definitely a double standard uh, that takes place between boys and girls. Uh, so and I'm just trying to... Th- in the household, because you had sisters, right? Yeah, I got two yeah, older so, sisters. So answering the question, I guess, if you were to answer the question, from a man's perspective, having sisters, maybe seeing how that dynamic was played out, you know what I'm saying, or seeing... Man, like looking back, this could have done. We neither one of us got to talk. I don't remember any of us. Oh wow! Like I, not, like porn was my first. Oh, this is sex, yeah. And then later on, just, just cut, never mind. Yeah, 
But yeah, nah, porn was like my first introduction to sex. So like, and my dad, it, so it's crazy because when my dad found that I was, that I was watching it, all he said was, you was watching this? I said, yes, sir. That was it. That's if wild. I think it would have been a totally different reaction. That's yeah. wild. Because again, yeah. like y'all shouldn't be doing this. You know what I'm saying? In their brains. Again, I, I don't know That's why that movie, is. Bro. It's just a major double. Even in church, you said you had that, right? What? Like, like you got there wasn't like even like a rebuke or like. Nah, no, 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 no. I usually get like, hey man, we we all go What's through it. Boys? We all go through it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just pick yourself back up. And then they just walk off. And I'm like, fam, like, this is an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the yeah. issue. And I think this is also why I would definitely, because he, uh, the, uh, I think it was Brandon? Brandon, that was in over here earlier? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He asked the question, like, how would you phrase the conversation uh, differently or whatnot? But I, I feel like because we're called to lead, I think there should be even a, and, and I and I hate to say it like this, but like there should be a little bit more seriousness that we do with guys when we have a sex conversation. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Um, because yeah, because we are we're called to lead, and I have seen us lead women in the worst ways when it concerns sex, and we have destroyed so many women because of how we view sex and how we've been taught about sex you know what i'm saying and like i can like in my own personal life you know but uh but yeah I, I i i do think it should be talked in more detail with our ladies as well um i think more so on the side of how you value yourself you know what i'm saying um i think yeah how you value yourself because I think a lot of, I, not, I'm not going to say a lot, I do think different girls growing up, they say, if I give my body away, this makes me a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And for the guy, it's if I sleep with her, that makes me more. And I think if we kind of fight those two mindsets, I think that will definitely help. But, yeah. Can I, can, I, can I get some clarification on something you said, Caleb? What's up? So you said you feel like there should be more seriousness when we teach sex to boys, we don't take it serious. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no they're they're, yeah. they're saying facts. I'm, I I would like to know. Uh, give me a little bit more as to why. Can I say something? Because of the lead, the leadership aspect. But go ahead. Yeah, like, I, I'll go even somewhere. like so. Say, for instance, if it was a mother and yeah. she had a son and a daughter, if the son had get a woman pregnant, the comfort, like it's like. Okay, but if like it's the daughter, it's like she. It's like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure. Like and that's it? not. A, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, sinful double standard. Yeah, it's a double standard. I, I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out like mm -hmm. why you said it should be like the. I'm trying to figure out the correlation between the sex, um, and the leadership point because mm -hmm. men are called to lead, but you don't lead everybody. One. That's true. Two. Mm -hmm. Sex is like. The call to to live, the call to like abstain from sex because of marriage, is more about worship than it is about leadership. You know what I'm saying? Like Paul says, I I present my body for sure as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. This is my worship. Call so why is you know what I'm saying? Like why is it that one should get a little bit more seriousness when like it's, actually when actually like if you're presenting a sacrifice to yeah, God, yeah. it should be treated with such a level of um 
of 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 reverence that mm-hmm. it's like I don't I don't I'm, I'm struggling to see the difference. That's so that's what I'm trying to figure a, it's out. It's not a comparison between who needs to get it more. It's just we don't take niggas seriously. We don't take we, we, don't, we take, don't take we don't. When we had these conversations with our guys in general, men, Christian or non-believers, I agree with that. I agree with so that. So that's why I'm saying we need to take that. Okay, I was just trying to figure out the you you brought in leadership, and I was trying to figure out what that correlates. Because men should be at a higher standard. Oh, yeah, I do. That's and why. we we do have a higher standard too. Where are you first? Yes. Yeah, that's to his wife, though. So, but do you think, uh, like, so? Uh, you, I, maybe I'm missing it. Nah, maybe I'm missing God it. came for Adam first. Why? Because it's on the man. Like, it's on us. But is it on you for every woman, woman that you look, encounter? Look, I ain't responsible for all these women. That's what, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm responsible for all these women. Like, I'm not saying I'm responsible for even, all these I, I just think it's but a little dangerous. But the thing is, 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 is when, you're, when, like, when we're talking about it, and, and the reason it's like, yo, holding men more accountable is because there is a. A, a diminishing and a lack of accountability for men. Okay, I agree with that. I agree sure. with that. If it's, from a, a, if it's from a standpoint of lack of accountability, okay, I got you. But it, yeah, that's I, but when it was presented. It, I, I wasn't. I wasn't getting it. That's why I wanted some clarity. I, I, for I, sure. Look, look. I still would say I'm not say I'd be harder on my son or harder, but like I would be affirming in roles. It's like yo. As the role of a man, this is how you should conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. And as a man, it is easy to get access. Yeah. If you good with the mouthpiece. Yeah. And so with that being said, you have to conduct yourself in a way that's not manipulative to these women, you know what I'm saying? And 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 exposing yourself in that way. In the same way, as a role of a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? But as in the aspect of a role of a man, if we're talking we have the same conversation with masculinity, femininity, and you talk about okay, men have a certain role that they play, then yes, that operates not just in the marriage, that operates in the world. It's like so, we we're, we're leaders. So do you think yeah, men should have that talk with their daughters then? Because like most dudes be like, I'm gonna let your mama handle this. You get what I'm saying? But as like you said about Adam, I think it's, it's his it's him who's supposed to give identity, basically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So why would a man not like I would love I would I would want my dad to be able to come you give yeah, like, no, sure. 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 yeah, no, like, like, that's that's the, the reason. Or, yeah, you know, or, if you don't if, if you don't find love in your father first, it's exactly. gonna leave the scars. Right. Yeah. Which I which yeah. I which I feel is a is a common trope in our culture. It's it's a common it's a common narrative within the black community because the fathers are gone, the fathers right. are missing, the fathers aren't having relationships with the daughters, and so I don't know what it's like to be loved by a man, so I'm gonna go find what it's right. what it's like to be loved so by a man. Yeah. So it should start in a household. It should, yeah. Which yeah, starts with no, for sure. again, the man. Yes, Liz, you wanna go next? You gotta come to the chair. Okay. We can't. We're recording we now, but we, we gotta record we it. We set the standard. Yeah. Why? Cause I'm a man. <laughs> we gonna take some L's on this one. We gonna take some L's on this episode. Hey, clip that one. I'm just gonna comment real quick. I don't think it should just be the father. I think it should be both parents. Yeah, But but she was saying it's common for the for the mother to do it. But she was just saying it's it's when will we hear from the man? Angel was next. Sway, sway. Angel was next. He wasn't. He was. Angel was next. Angel was next. You said what? Thank you. Cheers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah my mind stay fly. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, 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 Talk to us, Angel. All right. Um, I guess I want to talk about shame, right? Yeah. Um, so my mom had me out of wedlock, so she carried the kinds of shame everyone 
uh, would tell her, like, how could you do this to, to your mom? Because, I mean, she grew up a Christian and all, all these things. Um, mm. So she grew up with kind of shame. And... Um, so everything's gonna go back. Everything's gonna go together. So even the question, like, with the, if if my parent gave me the con- a, a condom, um, so I was just with her. So my high school, they gave us condoms, and it, and it did feel like it was a burning thing. Like I had a condom, but low key, like Planned Parenthood had the best condom, so we would go there. Like it was just this single thing, right? And but it would it would burn, and um, so I I lost my virginity in eighth grade. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm trying to gather my thoughts, my bad. Um, so the first time going with you is when I, when the first time I had a conversation, anything about sex with my parents was when I got caught looking at porn. It was the same thing. Uh, my mom called me like, Hey, I need you to talk to your dad about this. Tell him mm-hmm. what you did. So mm-hmm. I did. So I told him and he just listened. He's like, okay, okay, cool. And then that was it. Um, later on, I'm, I'm finding out that it's, it's because of shame, right? Yeah. Because um, now, knowing what I know now is that my dad was addicted to porn. Yeah. You know, like, he saw that. Um, no, I never had the sex talk with none of my parents. So it's really cool listening to y'all trying to figure out how to talk to your kids because I never had the sex talk, mm. right? And, um, and because of that, so, so yes, I had sex at an early age. Um, I had I started develop, developing this like love and sex addiction, you know, and um, trying to get healing from that. Um, I had to be open with my mom and my dad. So now I'm more as a, a not a grown adult but like a grown teen, I guess. Um, my mom was super honest with me, and because I was upset, I'm like, mom, like, I feel like I wouldn't have struggled with so many things if you were just like honest with me and talk to me. Yeah. You yeah. know, and um and she and she was and she she's like and she you know she was like, yeah, like to be honest, I was just I didn't know how to talk to you because no one has talked to me about this. You know, and I and I, I carried so much shame mm-hmm. on me that like how can I talk to you if I if I if I fail, you know? And then even with um so so even going deep with that that brought kind of healing to my life. Mm. So that slowly was taking me away from the, that love addiction and sex addiction. And then now talking to my dad what was what really set it off. Um, I, we talked about sex, and he was honest about his struggles and everything. And um, he, he, did like, he did offer me a condom later, I want to say, later, later on in my older teenage years. And at the moment when he gave it to me, I was, I was upset because I'm like, you're a, you, you used to be like a pastor. Why are you giving me a condom? Do you want me to go have sex? Mm. But now hearing what um, homie over here was saying is that, so his dad gave him, the, gave him the condom, but not that I don't know if he had like a conversation with you, but knowing that he, he never had sex. So now I think about what if my dad gave me that condom, but actually talked to me about sex. And my mom yeah. actually talked to me about yeah. sex. Yeah. Where I'm not yeah, just a young... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Before I even have sex. Yeah. Where now I, I understand what sex is instead of me trying to figure this out. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, now I'm learning from yeah. the world. I'm learning from this. So... Yeah. And, again, I don't know if my, my answer is going to change later on, but I don't know if I would... I think I, I think I won't give... 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, it's, right now. It's, it's not black and white, fam. Yeah, it's, it's not. not black and white. It's you're you're going to raise an individual person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, that in, in a sense, may be a believer. It may not be a believer. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a reality we all might have to yeah. face. It's like, yeah, our, some of our kids may not actually have the same faith that we have at a certain point in time. And so, are you going to, you know what I'm saying, but, but conduct yourself in a way? For sure. You know, but even with me, you know, someone that did have sex, like, being in the Christian world, always <clears throat> hearing that sex is bad, sex is bad. Now I feel like, not that I'm going to hell, but I'm not caught off. You feel I'm tainted. To the ministry. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not to I can't be used no more. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go to heaven, but Man. this is I'm not gonna be used anymore. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even just hearing, of course, I never want to talk. Um, even even hearing like um, like close female friends. I remember uh, one of my friends. She always heard sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. Right. Her whole life. She got married. Now that she's allowed to have sex, in her mind was still sex is bad. Talk about that earlier. So now they're God, going to yeah. therapy because <laughs> yeah. how, how can the, I've been a habit accustomed to thinking sex is so yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. having sex with my husband, but it doesn't feel right because the whole time I've been trained that sex is bad. Shame. Yeah. 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 100%. So going that's back wild. to shame. That's so cool. that's why I want to create a culture in my children, a shit like a culture, a, a, yeah, a shameless culture. Or look, I'm gonna be honest with my struggles in the past. Yeah. Thank God I've been free, you know. But now I'm I'm coming as a man with authority. Yeah. That is free. That I don't struggle with that anymore, and that's what's different. Yeah. You yeah. know. That's so good. That's what I want. Yeah. Praise God. And that's that's man, yeah, that's good. Welcome. Love that. And, and I love that because I I I don't remember. Um, I don't know the young lady's name, but she came up here, the eighth grade school teacher. Um, I forget her name. Um, what's her? You know what I mean? Ty. Ty. Ty, and the whole time she was talking, all I could, all I could hear was, we, we have this one side of prevention, and then we have the other side of redemption. Yeah. And I think that yeah. is the question in my mind is, what is more powerful? Telling you not to have sex or telling you about a guy that will still redeem you even if you even fall? Even if you have, yeah. And so I think so. we get caught up on one side of it. Because we don't want them to fall. We don't want them to, to, to sin. We don't want them to experience that hurt, that pain. Yeah. And that's justified. But I think even greater than that is, like, God is like, yo, like, you can fall, and I'll still be here. <clears throat> that's so good. Yeah. And so I think having the conversation from that standpoint, I think that brings about a, free, about a freedom that doesn't give shame so much of a foothold. Yeah. You won't be shameless. You yeah, won't, you know, right. you won't ever experience the shame, but the shame will come <clears throat> and you'll be reminded, wait a minute. Yeah. God is still here. Yeah. God yeah. can still redeem me. I'm not lost. I'm not forgotten about. And so I think we, 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 we want, we want to prevent sin. Reality is we can't. Yeah. Bro. We, we, we want to save them from sin. The reality is Jesus already did. So the question is, how can I teach you how to view you mm-hmm. self? Yeah. How do you view God? And then can you understand that as you viewing yourself differently, as you are viewing God differently, your relationship to sin is now changed. Yeah. Sin used to have the final word. It doesn't anymore. Yeah. So then we talk, then, you, you know, we're talking about culture too. Culture has all these things to say, be reminded who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that, that part for me is so powerful when we talk about sex, whatever it is, because it's always going to come back to. Who is God and who does God say I am? Yeah. No, that's good, bro. And I think uh, like being people who are part of the village, because we don't have kids, but we're a part of the village. Right. We can teach that and come alongside parents uh, help uh, them. Uh, yeah. and, and help them yeah. in that. Because I remember like I had a parent call me and he goes, I don't know if I shared this before, but he goes, uh, Caleb, I, <laughs> I, I know you had sex outside of marriage. 
I didn't. He said, can you do me a huge favor? Can you chop it up with my son? I was like, bet. Let's go. Yeah. And so, because uh, his son ended up losing his virginity. Um, so I get yeah. on the phone with him. And he goes, uh, I go, so-and-so, how you doing, brother? He said, man, I'm good, man. I said, you know what we talking? He said, yeah. <laughs> I said, so I said, so you had sex, right? He said, yeah, man, I did. I said, it felt good, didn't it? And he, bro, he was just like, uh, uh, it, it. Say it, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I said, what? He said, it. no, I did. I said, bro, it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I was just like, bro. And like I said, and that's how God's created it. And so we started talking about just the standard of it and different things like that. And then we got to a space of like, bro, like I said, but you're good, though, because there's grace for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like the, at the end, so his pops. So, yeah. So at the end of it, he was just like, bet. So like, so how do I fight the temptation now? And so we got to have that conversation. His dad calls me the next day. He said, bro, I don't know what you said, but his response to me when I talked to him was, well, dad already did it, so I just might continue. He said, I don't, after uh, your conversation, it went to, yeah, I think I'm going to do what Jesus has called me to in this. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like so bringing good. them back to Jesus every time. Just that's going so back. Good. I was just like, bro, like, that's it. Not the preventative measures, not step one, step two. It's like, nah, uh, Jesus. Every freaking time, redemption will get you back. Redemption will get you back, bro. Love is always like love is greater, fam. Yeah, Um, and I and kind of going back to one thing you said because I heard it, but also so in the midst of you you getting not not getting the correction you thought you needed in the moment of confession, Mm -hmm. right? Because there was a time like I, I confessed something to my mentor recently, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I get it, yeah." It's natural. I get it. Makes sense. And I was like, "Wait, where's the, where's the reproof? Where's the, oh, yeah, where's the corrective yeah, measure? Yeah. I need, I need to scold me. You know, and and, and I, I was seeking that. Yeah, I, like because I, for me, I'm like, I need to be reminded how wrong I am through the punishment, through Ooh. the discipline. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was actually going through the discipleship class, and we were going through a fast. I thought the fast started on Tuesday, and it actually started on Monday. And so, um, and it was weird because like I, all I had was a smoothie that day and like a Cliff Bar, but um, in the midst of that, right, um, I find out like everybody's like texting me and they're like, "Hey, we fasting? Like, how, how's your fast going? I'm like, Dad, y'all, I, I missed the fast, y'all. Like, uh, and I'm like, I was like, you know what? I'm a fast until now, until Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Like, just so you know what I'm saying to make up for it. And I get, I get, I get to the session and I with Pastor. He's like, he's like, hey, don't do that to yourself. He's like, like, why are you gonna punish yourself for something you missed out on that was good? Like the fast is beneficial. Yeah. He's like, he's like, don't don't discipline yourself. He's like, you missed it. He's like, what's that? He's like, that was for your benefit. You know, and, and so and so rather than looking at the 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 failure and saying, how do I make up for this? Yeah. Or how do I how do I how do I counteract this with yeah. with a with the measure of hey now you got to feel like this or now you got to do this yeah. in order to make make it bounce. It's like fam, yeah. you know, if it is just being communicated to men that way, there's an issue. If you're communicating that same message to women, then I'm like, okay, cool. Let them also be extended grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if it like yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if if it's just yo, I get it. It's a natural response. But you're only doing that to men. I see it as an issue. Yeah. But if you're if if you're able to communicate the natural instincts of man, like yo, I have that same wrestle. You know what I'm saying? The things I want to do, I don't do. The things I do, I don't do. Yeah. You know, if you're able to communicate that on a corporate level to men and women, I have no issue. And in this season of my life, yeah. by by by, not the discipline, because even through the process, I don't think I was disciplined 
the entire process. Like yeah. That. I got so much grace. And I don't know what, but the spirit like used that moment because I'm like, I every time I failed, I wanted something to happen. I, mm. I showed up like, yo, correct me. Yeah. Yo, do something. Yo, let me know how wrong I am. Yeah. So I can feel that shame. Because yeah. I'm used to shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm used to guilt. I'm used to the, the pressure of knowing I was wrong and how wrong I felt and how wrong I was. And then and then I would do things in order, okay. Okay, now from from now on, I'm not gonna watch TV. From now on, I'm not gonna hang out with this person. Mm. From now on, I'm not gonna kiss no more. From now on, it's like putting all these types of things that God said, Who told you to do that? Yeah. Who like where where'd you get that? Where'd you read that? Yeah. Right? And it was it was one day I was I was like, you know what, from now on, I'm fast. And then and clear as it wasn't clear as day, but like it was just like, yo, get something to eat. Yeah. Like, why you do this? Like, I heard the Lord. He's like, bro, just eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and for me, hearing that and feeling that, and I was like, man, how, how often do we, um, in the midst of knowing our wrong, mm-hmm. seek out the punishment rather than the grace? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing about grace. You shouldn't, the reason, it makes sense because justice should be expected. It shouldn't expect grace. Because when yeah. you expect grace, you take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But when, you're, when, you, mm. when you seek out justice and then receive grace, you appreciate the grace even more. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I, I think that's the hard posture we have to be in rather than, all right, man, you know, convict me. Throw me, give, give, me the, give me the worst of it. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me feel like how I should be feeling. Because like the world is giving me, the, giving me the, okay, you're good, man. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. And it's like, now give the grace and also give the measures. Yeah. You're like, hey. Now what do I do? Yeah. Oh, now, well, yeah, how about yeah. this accountability? Yeah. yeah. Um who who knew where you were in that time? Yeah. Like like okay, yeah. do you have a community of people that are that are saying, yo, fam, like like okay, I saw you talking to old girl, what's what's that relationship like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, bet. You know, and, and, and this 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 myth of privacy within the Christian culture is like, yo, I, I have I have my own thing I'm going through. Like, yo, I got my own password. I got my. Own. It's like, fam, you need somebody always in your stuff. Always in your business. Nothing yeah. that you got in your life that your closest accountability partner should know. Should about. Somebody, one of my, yeah. one of my homies that's a pastor. He told me he was like, his version of accountability is removing his ability to sin. So, in other words. It's on someone else for him to fall into whatever that sin is. So, for example, if, you know, he, he's like, somebody has all of my passwords. So, if I'm looking at something, I can get to a point where it's like, yeah, they may or may not be checking it. Let me sneak in and, and watch it real quick. But, but he's like, nah, like, not only do they have my password, but, like, I can't even get into my Instagram without going through them. I can't even do this without going through them. And it's like the, 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 the greater um, version of accountability would be like removing the ability to fall into whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Bringing somebody in to the point to where if I have to sin, it's not only on me anymore. It's on you now. You know what I'm saying? But I think we, we, we've taken accountability and we watered it down. It's like, take my Instagram password. Or, hey, if... I'm not home by 11. Check my location. I'm going to turn my phone off, nigga. Yeah. Check it now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. My discipler said he, said, he said, he said, he said, Street, you're so focused on the sin. You're not worried about the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, like, he's wow. like, he's like, he's like, he's the like, before. quit looking at the end result. He said, what were the steps? What gets you there? Yeah. What gets you there? Focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you realize, yo, yeah. commonly when I, when it gets to this, 
I saw this happen. I saw this happen. I saw. You need to recognize that. Yeah. Because you recognize the temptation and don't focus on the sin. Yeah. You're able to avoid the sin. Getting there. The yeah. Understanding the temptation, and when you're yeah. able to communicate what those temptations are to your closest people around you, they'll recognize. Yo, understanding exact understand. Boy, bro, that's yeah. That's good. Talk to us. Um, so I don't really have a question, but um, go in. I know you were just kind of talking about what it's going to be like talking to your children about sex. So one of my classes that I took this semester was Christ's Intro to Human Sexuality. And um, my professor did a great job of making us feel uncomfortable talking about sex. But I think that it's also very uncomfortable because we don't talk about it. Um, To something that he would always ask us, you know, what is sex (laughs) to you? What does sex mean? And we had to write a paper about it. And I was like, dang, okay, so I know what culture has made sex out to be for me, but what is sex for me? And so I had to go back to the foundation. I had to go back to the Bible. I had to go back to truth. And so you have to look at sex. Sex is a form of unity. Like, what was it created for? And so we kind of have to get out of this idea that sex is a place of pleasure and not purpose because God created it for a purpose and not just pleasure um, so even when sharing these things about our children like to our children we have to make sure that we give them an understanding that there's a purpose for sex what is the purpose for sex what is unity what was sex created to do mm-hmm. um, because sometimes culture will convince us you know we have to have sex to you know, fulfill a marriage or stay in a marriage. But the truth is that sex does not sustain a marriage because when the sex runs out, there's still love that needs to be reciprocated in other areas. Like communication is a form of love. Accountability is a form of love. Respect is a form of love. So it's like we have to remove this idea that sex is the ultimate form of love and unity. So when you focus on unity you can kind of stay in the mindset of purpose and not pleasure. So even when my pleasure is on my mind, purpose is in my heart. And so that kind of keeps us out of a place to getting consumed by our pleasures. Mm-hmm. That's all I have. That's good. I appreciate that. That's far. That's good. All right. You got what you got? Um, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got nothing else either. Let's wrap it up. Go ahead. Wait on the street. We can wrap up. You mean wrap up? You go ahead. I don't know what to do. Just wrap up. Just say we're leaving. <laughs> There's another way of doing it. I'm about to say we gotta be consistent with that lead. We done, brother. What you got for us? You got, you got anything, anything else? Any, you any final words? Oh yeah, man. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. If you not if you don't want to. We just want to know if you wanted to. It's muted. Yeah. I don't know why you did that. Wise man once said, it ain't no fun unless the homies get some. <laughs> I could be taken a lot of different ways. After but that conversation. Thank you. <laughs> this has been another episode of Black Man Do <laughs> Talk. Appreciate where we have audience. overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it all. We listen to it all. Y'all enjoy the long weekend. Shout out to the live studio audience. Appreciate y'all coming through. Make sure you share our our socials. Hit us up on Instagram, YouTube, and we will see y'all on the next episode. Peace.